Shut, 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 One year anniversary. It has been 360 some odd motherfucking days of the shot pod. I am so excited. Happy so, anniversary, babe. Oh my goodness. Did you get me anything? I hung the banner. Yeah, right? <laughs> you got us this. You got us this. Oh, it's like the Will Smith meme. Oh. Did you get me anything? <laughs> you are listening to episode 45, 45. of the shot pod. One year. One year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cheers, my friend. Arizona hard green tea. We got. Yeah. We're not doing beer today. We got three interesting things to drink that we'll talk about while we're drinking it. Just yep. if you're interested in trying some cool fall stuff, it is the fall Halloween pumpkin cold nights season it is the smack your girl's booty while watching horror movies yeah. put on a jason mask and fuck her properly season and the in the woods against the, a maple tree <laughs> <laughs> and the next episode 46 will actually be the start of the Halloween episodes because it'll be recorded in the last week of September. So, so it'll be posted so if you're listening to this the, episode right now the next episode a week from now it's going to be the beginning of the spooky Halloween series on ShotPod. You'll see our logo with a little pumpkin in the corner. Yep. Check it out at the shotpod.com. Don't forget the zero and ShotPod with a zero on YouTube. Like and subscribe yes. because we'll be posting. We're going to go to Halloween houses and we're going to talk about costumes and we're going to play sound clips and we're going to talk about Halloween music and cool places to go and things to do. If we can make it out to Halloween Haunted Wonderland, I might pop out this year and talk about whether it's good or bad, what it was like post-COVID, pre-COVID. You know, just get out there and, and t give you some ideas. Let's do shit, man. Two years we haven't had this. I mean, I, Phantom Farms, the place I want to go, has been closed since 2019. Yeah. I am so rock hard thinking about going out there. I'm excited. So I can't wait to do that. So starting is next. Is that what's touching my mind? It is. It's poking him on the kneecap. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a week from now, we'll get into Halloween stuff. So keep checking, uh, keep tuning in. But yeah, this has been fucked a year of this shit. Can you believe it? Yeah. Does it seem like a year? Like I'm hard to deal with. I'm a I'm a high maintenance person. I know this. So does it feel? Does it been? You're like, yeah, it feels like two years. <laughs> for, for for me, yes, because I'm I'm doing research weekly for shit to talk about. Like, oh, I got so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Talking about this. Talk, and then like, the editing and yeah. the, and the and the equipment. We've upgraded the equipment. I mean, we've been using the same Rodecaster, but you've gotten other mics since yeah. the beginning. We've gotten third mics for guests. Um, we've gotten more uh, software. Yeah, and all that kind of shit. So it's been upgrade, 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 and merch. We now have yeah. our our uh, the banner behind us. Uh, we've got show the show the camera or your hat. You can get all that merch at um, what's the name of the website again? Sorry, spreadshirt spreadshirt.ca. Yes, yes, yeah, spreadshirt.ca. Check it out. There's um, there's girl stuff too. Like I said, there's girls tank tops and girls tees and all that kind of shit. Uh, we're still doing the testimonial contest. So if you go on the shoppod.com, leave a testimonial about an episode you like, or if you came on the show or whatever, or you want to bitch at us because we're crazy, you know, feel free and uh, we'll send you free merch and we'll come hang out with you. So yeah, yeah that's what's up. Check it all out. Uh, I just want to say thanks because we have like thousands of downloads. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's cool. It's really cool that we started with like, hey, Alex, we got 10 downloads this week. I'm like, 10? Be like, yeah, be, that's fucking good. Yeah. 10 people other than us give a shit about this. I know one of them's my mom. The other one's probably Tamara. The other one's probably, you know what I mean? Like one of my friends. But other than that, I don't know who those other six are. Like, yeah. it was kind of cool. And now it's like 150 a week or some shit or somewhere around there. Like, it's getting up there. It's getting close to almost 100 every episode. We're getting yeah. 100 downloads. So that, 
100, that, that's, that's insane to me. We got people in the Ukraine. Maybe they're using a VPN. Maybe they're in the Ukraine. I don't know. <laughs> so shout out to that. Anybody that's out of town, anybody that's not from Canada that's listening to this, you know, that's kind of cool. So yeah, I guess I'm done kind of ranting about that. This episode, though, you know, it is an anniversary episode, but are we going to do anything really that special? Yeah, we're going to just uh, bitch and scream and whine about the world and also talk about all the good. My favorite thing to do, and the reason I love doing this with Mark, is because I think we are do a good job of going, so here's all the evil in the world, and here's the things we should probably be concerned about and thinking about, and here's some cool stuff. Here's some things for positivity, you know? Talk about, you know, I don't know, a cool show that we're watching, or talk about, you know, a politician that gives us some hope, or even just talk about, I don't know, just uh, like uh, when you went to Fan Expo, you know, just yeah. talking about, hey, there's something you can do to take your mind off the shitty socialist this take socialism is taking over our country let's go to fan expo even though half Ten the pe- current events fans, fans. right even though half <laughs> the people there couldn't fucking show up to, to because they weren't vaxxed you know <laughs> but outside of that you know just talk about that type of stuff um uh, about the good things to do so that's part of the the purpose of the halloween thing as well world war three brews off in the distance and the gears of war turn and the art of war pages are flipping okay we are gonna go and enjoy pumpkin patches well, so what that's tr- what a capitalism is all about turning a blind eye to the real issues so yeah, that you can try exactly. and enjoy your pathetic exactly. small life so, so let's do it so after the month of october there's gonna be a stockpile of crap and it'll be like okay we gotta get this out but we couldn't talk about it during halloween month because this was our like we will let's, have let's the shot it- minute though yeah but it'll be like let's take a little break let's talk about what we love halloween we do love it and uh i mean is it your favorite holiday yes christmas isn't christmas is is a close second yeah yes but halloween only because i'm always horror themed halloween themed he is a whore and he loves themes (laughs) (laughs) he's a theme for he's a he's a whore for those themes (laughs) uh mark is the horror guy i just if you're if you're into the and it's kind of interesting the girl that i'm hanging out with now that i'm seeing is is a horror person too it's fucking hilarious she's in this contest online with the makeup stuff i love that i love every year one friend of mine of some kind is in a contest and you got to go out and kind of help them out so i love that kind of stuff you know that those contests and that i had another friend of mine uh, i don't know if Chantel uh and liam still listen to the show but shout out to you if you do Chantel. Chantel used to work for the fucking uh, the the, uh, the the wonderland thing the Halloween, Halloween hot. hot and but they are like they give you a lot of freedom with what you want to do for your cod like hey so what do you you know we want something that's kind of like this theme and then they just let you go to town and they give you all the resources you need so that's kind of cool so yeah. uh, that's that's a neat little job I think I, if I was younger and I enjoyed making less money way less money <laughs> I would like go out to Wonderland in the summers or in the, in the fall and be like yeah I'll fucking scare kids for fucking <laughs> two months make little kids piss their pants and get paid sound me up yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of neat um, I love Halloween because just because I think of that because it's like that time of year that all all the cosplay weirdos are are normal. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're allowed to be like... Well, hey. I mean, there's... Or fur- if you're a furry, it's like, that's your favorite time of year. <laughs> if you're a horror nut, it's your favorite time of year. If you're a person that just like... If you were that kid that was like, Mom, I want to wear my Batman costume to school. But, sweetie, it's May. You know, like, yeah. but I want to be Batman at school today, Mom! Like, I mean, if you were one of those kids, like, this is your, this is your month. This is your time <laughs> to shine, bro. Like, I love that. I also, I'm going to be real with you. I'm having a hard time with how popular Sonic is. Like, because when I was a kid, I loved, like Sonic the Hedgehog was my favorite oh, thing. Oh yeah, because you hate jumping on the bandwagon. So now that it's like grown in popularity, yeah. you're like, it's not even. It's not even that. It's that I wish I was younger. Like I, that, there's a Lego Sonic playset. I was like, yeah. 12 year old Alex would have come in his pants to play with that. I'm 35. I still want it. And I might <laughs> get it. Someone might buy it for Christmas for me. I'll be like, oh, thanks. And it will sit in the box on my top of my PlayStation, right? Like I'm not going to yeah. pull it out and fucking put it together. Maybe yeah. I will, and then judge myself horribly after. Like I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, just know that I'm not going to get what I would have got out of it. 
I, I and mean, I'm, I'm pissed about that because it is think, such a big deal now. If you were younger nowadays and you were able to get that, well, before you got the Lego Sonic. I just wish that they did what they're doing now then. I wish yeah. I wish it was more popular or popular but enough like, to warrant if you're lying that in level bed, of production. You're lying in bed and you're like, Mom... My sheets are wet. It's like, oh, did you have like one of those wet dreams? Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was about Sonic Lego. Oh. Oh. Well, it's not. Something is wrong with my son. Amy, Amy's there. Amy was there. The little pink head. She was there too. It's not that weird. Yeah. Right? What kind of animal shit are you into? Do you want to hear a really kind of interesting, funny story about my childhood that I'd love to throw out there real quick? Sure. I, I hope I haven't shown this before, telling this one before. Okay. So. When I was a kid, I was a huge Sailor Moon fan. Big Sailor Moon. Like, I loved it. When I was like, I'd say, I don't know when it was cool. Nine, eight or nine, ten, somewhere in there. So I, I had a lot of action figures as a kid. I had all the Batmans and all the shit. So I remember going to my mom and being like, Mom, I want the Sailor Moon action figures for Christmas or for my birthday or whatever it was. And she was married to my stepdad at the time. My stepdad was this big gruff biker guy who used to fucking chill with that. We've talked about him. His name was OJ, even though he was white. <laughs> and he was uh, uh, hung out with the Hells Angels. Or I guess they were Satan's choice at the time. He was with the choice at the time in the late 80s, early 90s. They were like grooming him. And he kind of left that behind to be, drive a truck and be a family guy with us. Right? Look, he's a family guy. So anyways. He, what? <laughs> he, he, uh, uh, I, I'll never, I, my room was in the basement. So I had a room that they'd finished the basement and they gave me this room uh, when my sister was born because there wasn't enough room upstairs. So I'm downstairs in the basement and I used to do this thing where I would crawl up the stairs and sit on the land. I was very quiet so none of the stairs would creak and I'd sit my widow butt on the fucking second step in the landing with the, and the door would be closed but if I put my head right down by the floor the kitchen wasn't far from that door and I could hear them at the table talking to the accountant, talking to the mother-in-law, talking about life shit, you know, about yeah. selling the house, about divorce, about having my sister you know i want to get pregnant and have another one you know like i got that was where i learned what was happening in the family and i'll never forget being up there my stepdad like upset going i can't do this Allie. and my mom going what do you mean she's like oh you know if he's if he turns out gay like i don't know if i can handle it and she's like what makes you say that and he's like well, he wants those fucking sailor moon dolls so i went to toys r us to get them they're barbies they're fucking full-on barbies i did it and, I was, and i'm on the steps like <laughs> They are? <laughs> I didn't know. I thought, I thought they'd be plastic with plastic hair. Yeah. But they're Barbie, so the hair's like yeah. Barbie hair. And they're yeah. figures and their head moves like a Barbie. It's basically like a Barbie with a fucking Sailor Moon outfit on yeah. it. And that's what they... And I was like, that's kind of cool. They're pretty tall. They're taller than my bat. My action figures are usually like with six, seven inches. Those are like nine. Fuck yeah. So I got... But my mom, like, the conversation was somebody who was legitimately concerned if he could love me. If I turned out gay because of Sailor Moon. I'll tell you right now, there was not a more hetero man on the fucking planet. <laughs> but it's just funny that he was so concerned. But like... I'm going to give all you daydreamers a, a special treat right now. Think about this. You have the Sailor Moon Barbie, but think of who's playing Barbie in the live action. Just picture Margot Robbie as Sailor Moon. Oh, Ma as Serena? <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh, oh, I forgot the camera's still rolling, so I can't, but I'll tell you. I want to touch myself so inappropriately right now. That is a good thought. Margot Robbie might be one of the, the hottest girls out there. And I, she can act pretty good, too. I didn't really yeah. think she could until I saw that uh, one with DiCaprio, uh, Wolf on Wall Wolf, Street. Yeah. She was really good in that. She played a yeah. real fucked up character and I, I liked that and then uh then she did the suicide squad shit and i was like okay all right you know she basically took then reinvented the harley character half the world hated it and went it's not like the animated series and the other half of the world was like oh something neat and new not as bad as the jokers neat and new but still cool <laughs> so they went to i like that so yeah i'm a fan of margo and she's uh i've seen a she's in a few really really cool interesting things that are coming out uh, i liked her in focus with will smith although yeah. will smith is 
you know, just him in that movie. He's the same character in every movie. But uh, <laughs> she's really good in that. I liked her in that. That was good. So I'm interested in anything she puts out. She gets something. Was I can't remember think of what the new thing is she's doing is, but I remember thinking, holy fuck, I need to see that. There's also a new movie out called The World's Greatest Beer Run. It's supposed to come out. Oh, yeah. And it's about, I think it might be, I could be wrong. Don't hold me to any of this. I just saw a 20 second preview when I was on Prime because Prime makes you watch commercials before you yeah. actually watch shit. So which I'm cool. At this point, I'm actually like they, they're the commercials there are geared to me. Like they're playing a Sonic Frontiers commercial for me and they're playing, <laughs> and then, and then they play. Fucking commercial. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that's exactly how it you went. I was like, you got me. You got me. I haven't seen this one. Volume up. Right? I'm not skipping this ad. And then and then it jumped to um what I was just talking about there. Uh this this uh the world's greatest beer run in a yeah. 15 second preview and it shows I think it's during the Vietnam War, it's about a bunch of guys getting beer for the soldiers and but they're like, you know, doing it in a dangerous war zone. It's like oh, the world's greatest beer run and it's got Russell Crowe plays like the old you know, probably leader of the team or something. It yeah. looks good. It looks like an all-star cast, a cool story. And I mean, who doesn't want to sit down and watch a, a movie about a bunch of guys doing the most dangerous beer run on the planet? That sounds like a good time. Yeah. So anyways, uh, the world of movies is is, is, is looking pretty cool. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, there's another Margot Robbie. I saw her in something that I thought looked cool. But anyways, so Andrea. Yesterday, uh, Last night I watched. By the way, I'm not I'm not gay, and I still like Sailor Moon. So okay. fuck you, OJ. <laughs> uh, last night I watched the movie Without Remorse on Amazon Prime. It's a Tom Clancy story, and uh, and when I watched it, I was like, well, I, I realized the Terminalist came out afterwards. I'm like, oh, so it's like the same plot line. Yep. Wife slash kid gets killed in a in a military or CIA covert espionage uh, <laughs> mission. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dun, dun, One dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what would you do dun, dun, dun. if your kids were taken from you? <laughs> we're going in. What would we're you fighting do? fighting corruption. If your loved ones <laughs> disappeared. Where's my daughter? I told you to drop the case. <laughs> this, this summer, summer, summer. <laughs> Tom Cruise. The covert up <laughs> starts Friday, June twenty first. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's our ad. We're done. We're done. New Line presents. Right? Hey, I didn't know Warner Brothers bought New Line. I, that's old news too. It's like twenty fourteen. I, I didn't know that. I thought New okay. Line was still separate. But yeah, you learn something new every day. Every day, you got a fucking something pops up. You're like, oh, so conglomerates, yay, socialism. I love it. <laughs> or people call it capitalism, but when only one company owns everything, oh. I have to talk. Uh, I told you I have a few things I want to bitch about. Yep, that's here. I have two of them. So now I just remember the second <laughs> one. <laughs> I have two. <laughs> I have two because uh, I put it in here. I hope Amber listens to this episode because I'm fucking going to give her a big shout out. So Amber, I'll, I'll, I'll get the Amber first Heard? Amber McKelvey oh, is the okay. one I'm talking about. Right. Oh, maybe I shouldn't shout people out like so bait like that. No, but she bit, she bought tickets uh, on Ticketmaster and she went on a big rant and I'm all about this fucking rant. Um, Ticketmaster. I would put them up there with Rogers and and several other companies that were for and Tim Hortons as GoFundMe, PayPal, <laughs> formerly Canadian companies oh. that have been um, bought by American and become the shittiest quality people alive. And the things that they do just blow my mind. So Ticketmaster, um, this is the social credit system. This is where it fucking gets you guys. I'm sorry, I'm taking a second here, but I just want to do this justice. Um, cause this is fucking insane and this is where we're heading. If you're not fucking scared of this type of shit, uh, you're an idiot. You should be scared. This is scary shit. And it starts with dumb things like this. Oh, this might take a quick second. This bitch posts so much. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your post about Ticketmaster? Oh man, I might have to fucking, 
He might have to fucking. He might have to fucking, ladies and gentlemen. He might have to fucking. God, I'm going to have to fucking get you to talk for a minute here while I yeah. find this. All right. So, um, uh, so Nintendo Direct had their uh, little conference thing, and uh, they showcased uh, a, not a remake, just a re-release of GoldenEye uh, coming out for Nintendo Switch. And Nintendo Switch gets the online multiplayer. It is coming out for Xbox on Game Pass day one, but Xbox isn't getting the online. So it'll still have the multiplayer split screen, cross, uh, uh, yep. like four screens. With, with our new HD TVs would be so much easier. Remember remember, what, remember doing that on like a 12-inch CRT <laughs> yeah. with your buddies? Everyone's yeah. like, like, <laughs> get away from yeah. right? Fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very excited for that. I've mentioned it before been waiting for this for a while and uh they just confirmed that it's launching soon which i mean is kind of stunt uh kind of surprising because at first they announced that it was delayed because of the ukrainian conflict and yeah that hasn't improved by any yeah not even a little bit and the, and they're like you know what fuck it you know we're gonna release it for nintendo might as well bring it back for xbox so Okay, so I got it. I got this up here for my for my rant. So this is where we're. This is where can't. I don't know if it's every. If it, the states is headed there too, but it's here. This is what scares me. Is it's here. We're actually progressing towards socialism faster than they are, even with Biden and all that. And that's what's scaring the shit out of me. So here's Amber's post. If I hope she doesn't mind me, she she won't mind. I'm sure. I told her I wanted to talk about this. So it appears I have been banned from Ticketmaster. I tried to purchase Youngblood tickets yesterday and kept getting a specific error code on my computer. Did all the tech stuff, but to no avail. Called, you know, the tech hotline, all that stuff. The only other possibility was a ban on the account from what I, the tech company told her when she was in there. Sorry, just adjusting my microphone. Tried making a new account, but it didn't work either. Made an account for her, her, her kid, right? I'm not naming names, but she got her kid to go use their information and was able to purchase the tickets, no problem. I'm not a reseller, so the only reason for this, after I called Geek Squad, like a Geek Squad-style place, was they said you'd been banned from the Ticketmaster site because she said, now here's why I think I was. I complained about the length it took me to get my money back for canceled shows because of COVID. I complained professionally with no swearing, no berating, just expressed my dissatisfaction, and now I'm banned. So beware to anyone reading this. Out of principle, I'll never use Ticketmaster again, but unfortunately, that's impossible if you want to go to concerts. Now, I'm going to tell so that's the end of the, the rant. Her, her her post. Yeah. I I mean, this is one person's account, but this is the world we live in now. You think CB24 is going to go, ah, there's a lot of people getting banned on Ticketmaster. No, that's never going to fucking happen, okay? Because it's part of the social credit system. This is what I'm talking... I said, do you love monopolistic socialism? Social credit system is creeping in right under our very nose. Isn't that unfucking real? That was the comment I made. And then she went into some more detail about what happened, you know, to give me some more detail about, about yeah. the ban. So now, like, if you are complaining to a company... They're taking your ability to go enjoy yourself and be entertained away because they have a monopoly on your entertainment. I've always, fuck, I'm getting mad. I've always <laughs> had a problem with Ticketmaster. I'm telling you right now. If you work for Ticketmaster, fuck you. I don't care who you are. I want to hear from you. I want to hear how you can work for such garbage fucking company. Like, they, quit your job right now. Quit. Nobody should work for these people. They're so fucking evil. And they and the, and they're, they own, the, the, remember scalping is illegal? Yeah. And now they own the scalping site. They own StubHub, so it's okay. Now you can resell tickets as long as they make their money too. They literally make money two and three times tax. And then they're taxing the tickets that you originally bought. You pay tax on the StubHub resell. So the government's <laughs> getting a double. Like it's illegal. It's fucking wrong. Yeah. This is 
Open your fucking eyes. You you see that, right? Yeah. If you buy the tickets and you pay 15% tax on $100 is $15. Uh, that's a made up number. Let's call, it's 13, right? 13% in this fucking pisshole province. So $13 on $100 out of that ticket goes to taxes. Then you resell that ticket for $200. So that $13 becomes, help me, um, $23. Uh, no. Yes. What's what's 13 times two? Six. Twenty-six dollars. Twenty-six dollars. <laughs> so it becomes twenty-six dollars plus the original thirteen. So that puts you oh my god, this math was at thirty dollars. <laughs> let's call it forty bucks. Okay. So the government just got forty dollars out of three hundred for one for something that's been bought twice. Yeah. That's that you that that's fucking insane. They're taxing your tax, not to mention the money you bought the ticket with was taxed on your income tax well, to the tune of 30 fucking percent. <laughs> like Well, now now that we've got you all riled up and we're talking about taxes, <gasps> let, let's bring up uh what we just talked about literally turning onto the street there where I was like, "Oh, doesn't that uh, house have solar power shingles?" Yes. And we were talking about uh the, the fact that... You, the shingles looked really weird. And yeah. me and Tamara were like, look at that house. And so he's like, that's actually... The, you know, that glossiness is means that the whole roof is yeah. solar, little miniature solar panels, the shape of shingles. So they'll go on the angle and it, you wouldn't notice. Yeah. Really. But uh, the solar power, any energy you build up, you well, have to what sell... What did I say? What did I say? I said to you, oh, that's pretty cool. So that means that he could power his own house with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> As an ignorant moron. <laughs> that's what I said, because that would make sense. Th that means that he can power his house, right? <laughs> and then Mark replied... No, you have to sell the energy to the government. You're not allowed to live off-grid off of any other thing. So you have to sell that energy to the government, in which case it just gets you a and, discount on your energy bill. On your OP. PUC bill, <laughs> which I guess it wouldn't be OPUC because we were in Whitby when we had the talk. So what would that be? Who do you pay your hydro to? Who's your hydro bill? What's it called? What's that company? That's oh, ah, so okay, yeah. yeah. It's not just a PU. It's a just a PUC type of thing. Some public utility. It's just a POS type of thing. Yeah, POS PUC. <laughs> it's a POS PUC. We all the acronyms today. So yeah, and I didn't. I I mean, I I do. When you said it, I went, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like I remember. But like in the back of my head, like I'm still this naive, hopeful little boy that's like, if I put a solar panel on my house, I can use it to power it, right? Like I'm still yeah. in this weird. But like I forget how socialist we've become. Like if you really think about that, so you get your house that you pay property taxes on. You pay taxes on the mortgage. It's all tax, tax, tax. And you've, you you own it. It's yours. And yeah. let's, let's say they own the house. Let's say the mortgage is paid off. The funny thing about this You're country. You property tax. And you pay property tax because why? Because you don't own the yeah. land. No. You own the house. Yeah. So if the government, and I said this to you, I said, I forgot about this thing. I said, you know, it's, if you went to your backyard and you went to dig a hole to, for a pool. And you found a sarcophagus <laughs> or, or a dinosaur <laughs> bone of a new dinosaur or something or gold from some fucking pirate. Anything that would be cr crazy historic. Yeah. Like the government will come and take that. They'll, they'll tell you to tear, they'll tell you to tear your fucking house down. They'll buy you out. You have no choice and you have to go. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. So they did all the indigenous people. That's how we got a lot of this land. It was just like, yeah, this is ours now because we found something on it that's rare. We found, well, a, we found a mineral. So we're going to just you know, genos perform genocide on your village so that we can get all this, this nickel out of the ground. Anytime you see a car parked on grass, it is actually illegal, but they're just not that nit nitpicky. It's funny because they'll nitpick about the smallest thing in whatever. Yeah. But, but they're just not that nitpicky about you parking your car on the ground. Yet, yeah. yet, yeah. right? So I feel, I, I think we're going to get there. So it just kind of blew my mind that, that, sold, that that's an interesting, because they want us all to go green. Why? 
So you can, so I can sell the energy to you and you can tax it, tax me on getting it back. Cause they tax you on getting it back. So you yeah. get a discount. Basically the discount is a discount of 13% because that's basically just means they're giving you a tax free <laughs> energy bill, which it should be anyway. It's essential to fucking live. They don't tax oranges. Why are you taxing heat to my fucking house? Like that's what I don't, I truly don't understand that. If oranges aren't taxable because there, there's no taxes on essential foods. Why the fuck is the energy to fucking warm my children in the minus 40 winter taxable then? They're both pretty fucking necessary to my, to my life. You know, if you want to go on the, it's, you know, Captain Crunch is taxed, but oranges aren't. I get it. I understand. This makes sense to me. Why is it that heat is taxable, but like, like, I understand taxing water to the house, you know, it's not really that necessary and it does have a cost to, to get to you, but they're changing that too. Did you hear about this? Durham region is one of the first regions in all of Canada, specifically Ontario, but they're experimenting with this in a few places. They're now going to take your ink, your property taxes and incur sewage and disposal. Yeah, yeah. In that, so your property taxes. I'm, I, uh, you know, I know. I don't know what the, the house ownership situation is, but if any of my friends out there own a house, your mortgage is about to go up twenty percent in the next four years because they've prorated it four percent from the Canadian government based on the Bank of Canada. So you will there is if you've opened a mortgage since twenty sixteen, uh, it's going up to forty percent. Holy motherfucking Jesus, man. You're scared of shit of me. I believe it. I, I didn't read that, but yeah, I believe no, it. No, it's going up it, to like 42%. It percent. was supposed to be 20 over the next four years, which is a 4.6% increase per year. Yeah. Okay. Which means that most guys with a mortgage of $1,500 a month to 2000, which is a normal number, that number was about to go up to three grand almost. You're almost about to double it. It's about eight or 900 extra dollars in taxes alone. You don't own any more of your house. You're just going to pay it off that much slower, bitch. <laughs> here's here's thank you for contributing to purchasing land in our country and to paying taxes and being a functioning middle-class member of oh no fuck you yeah. we don't give a shit about your contribution more taxes bitch yeah. and when you file to get your taxes back you're gonna get less because well we printed all this money and that was a bad idea yeah. so oopsie daisy like yeah. that's it's and i don't own a house i have no vested interest in this conversation i'm never gonna buy property i know wait, it's wait, a bad wait, idea wait. but my friends do and i we feel have bad send, for them wait, wait. You have to take into consideration that we needed to send millions over to Ukraine. Yes, we needed to make sure that Ukraine <laughs> was okay because, you know, we're doing so good over here ourselves. <laughs> you know, and, and I know people, you know, some people might be like, oh, that's not very nice. You know, what if you were one of the people in the Ukraine? Fuck, we almost are! Yeah. That's the problem! You know, I, in 1996, when people were like, yeah, I don't fucking send money to Afghanistan, I was like, you're an asshole. We, you know, we live in the greatest country in the world. And I, I, I told you the story about my geography teacher taking the kids and giving some of them bread and giving some of them cookies and then saying, would you share? And they're like, of course. We have all these cookies and there's only five of us. And like 20 kids were sharing one loaf of bread on the other side of the room. And it really reiterated. He's like, and that's why we give money to other countries because we have more than we need. But you, if and, you don't. But, we're, but that's gone. That was 20 years ago. That was when I was in grade nine. That yeah. was Miss... Oh my God, was his name Mr. Mac? You know, Mr. McBride. Shout out, Mr. McBride. Uh, if you still fucking exist. He was my grade, grade nine geography teacher in Don, still exist. Donovan. Not, not like if you're still alive or, or not. It's if you exist. Like, oh, did you disappear from existence, right, maybe? Yes, yeah. Like well, you were sucked into the white hole. Or he just done Thanos wrong, so Thanos was like... <laughs> what? I didn't get back... What, what, did he, what does he do for a living? I'm trying to remember now. Uh... 
Yeah, well, he was a t- he's a teacher yeah, at the time. So, well, but no, he has to. He worked at a golf course in the summer. Oh, at, yeah. So yeah, yeah, he 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 fucking uh, he beats Thanos at golf, and he's just like, you know what? That's it. That's the end. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm just like like th- those types of those those messages made me go, yeah, we should send money to foreign aid. Like, there's a reason we have we. But we're at the point now where that extra that extra money needs to go to our own homeless people. Needs to go to our own economically failing infrastructure. Right. There we go. I've had a, a full drink already and I'm saying long ass words like that. But anyways, <laughs> that's, yeah. So there's my rant on that. I just had to go off about that solar power shit and I had to talk about Amber with the ticket message. Monopolies are a problem. Rogers going out of business or going down for the day. Monopoly. You don't have any other fucking choice but them or tell us. That's it. Right, well, them tell us was the three, but Rogers is the biggest portion of the market and they're constantly buying up lines and things. So it's... You have no options. Your options are slim to none. And with Ticketmaster, you have none. If, unless you're going to the Queen Elizabeth Theater, that's the only motherfucking place that does, I think it's just called the Sony Center now, I think, or whatever. I don't know. They change fucking names every guy. That's another thing I'm fucking tired of. What is history? What, what, what venue is history? Muse is coming to history, and I'm like, so where's that? They need to start saying history formerly. Like and then, History Channel? No, they said they're coming to history, and that's the name of the venue in Toronto that Muse is playing. Where the fuck is that? Hey, Google. Where is history in Toronto? And what the fuck did it used to be? Uh, it's giving me the history of Toronto. That's how fucking useless the world has become. What a dumb name for the fucking venue, too, because it's such a common word. What a dumb name for a place to go see a show. Hey, are you, are you going to history to see the show? What? I'm like, what? Like you, you're like, it's a history channel? What are we yeah. talking about? I, I thought I completed that in high school. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. I actually, yeah, I got nowhere. Oh, no, history. 2022 show schedule and venue information. There okay, so here, but what, what, it's from Live Nation, but what did it used to be? This isn't going to tell me what it used to be. No. Like, this is, look at the research I have to do just to find out what the fuck this place is. Live Nation venue called history. What's the, what's the address? You see, everyone that knows history is right now is like, oh my God, I can't listen to this podcast anymore. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, this is, I don't like that. Like, as someone that wants to go, like, the Danforth Music Hall has been the Danforth Music Hall for time. Yeah. So, I'm, good, good on them for not selling out. Yeah, it's fucking all, it's proud of you, boys. Like Massey Hall, never sold out. Even, proud of you guys. Even when it comes the to, rest of y'all to can the, fuck off. the record books, uh, so to say like, oh yeah, I saw the this band. It's the at, Sky Dome. I don't give a yeah. fuck what you say. Call it the Roger Sky Dome. <laughs> suck my dick, Ted. Well, I mean, uh, the, uh, what is it, the Scotia? Scotia Bank Arena. It's the ACC. Yeah. It, I didn't even the ACC was Air Canada, but at least it's Canadian! <laughs> at least there's an Air Canada fucking terminal at Pearson, three well, kilometers west! Like, it made more sense. Well, Scotia, Scotia Bank, Bank is... is still- from, I get it, I get it, I get it, but it's like, it's just... Stupid! It, 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 it's just constantly changing. And Budweiser stage, that's an American company. It changed from a Molson Canadian yeah. to the Budweiser. Like, fuck you! I'm not going to switch from calling it the Canadian stage to the fucking American stage. Yeah. That's just, well, it stays in Canada. You go, what to, do the, we call you go to the Budweiser stage and you're just like, you know what? I refuse to drink Bud. Right? That's right. Fuck I'm going to drink something from Molson. I don't like Canadian, but I'm going to drink it anyway. Exactly. I'm going to throw the cans at the employees and be like, you know who you work for. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. I had another thing I was about to blow up about there. Uh, fuck. Um, oh, the cashlessness. Cashless at Budweiser stage. Like, that's fucking great. The weekend canceled his show at the Rogers Center at the yeah. Sky Dome. Well, uh, because of that, that Rogers fuck up. Um, I think it's ironic that he canceled a show at the Rogers Center because he knew he wouldn't be able to sell any merch without the online stuff yeah. because not enough people bring cash to shows. And then the Budweiser stage actually let their show happen, but it was cashless. Yeah. How the fuck does that work? 
So I guess no one bought any merch or beer. So I showed you... Uh, Just the whole thing is fucked, man. Last podcast Sunday, I, I sent you a video clip. And I mean, I think it deserves uh, to be looked into a little more because uh, I don't actually believe Was it. Was it the economic one we're talking about? No, no, no. This this was about uh, there's a conspiracy going on because all these bands are canceling, canceling, yeah, canceling. The, 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 but bands that are canceling just end up booking a show somewhere else. Yeah. So it's like, ah, I canceled, but no, I'm playing here. Yeah, I did do some digging into that conspiracy. It's a stretch one. It's a stretch yeah. one. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, oh, the weekend canceled. But they don't the know anything more than we do. There yeah. is movement, but I think it's because, and I, I was listening to 88.1 and Independent Station, and they were talking about the reason this is happening is because there's a bombardment of double bookings and things. And yeah. if, if somebody cancels a show due to weather or rain or issues with the building and moves it to the next night, you you have to cancel. You, the people that were supposed to be there the next night now have to cancel. The contracts are are colliding. There's yeah. a lot of, so if we cancel, this is our backup night. Oh, we can't do it on backup night because we booked that night with another band and we just hoped that this wouldn't happen. Yeah. And shit, hit the fan. Well, sorry. We'll, re, we'll redo the tickets. You know, there's a lot of, um, it's just disorganization because of COVID. That's all mm -hmm. it is. It's all it can be blamed on. So it's just, but let's be real. How many millions and billions of man hours have been wasted reorganizing, rearranging, and redoing bullshit because of COVID? Because we were we're all afraid grandma might get sick. Like I wonder if anybody's like on their computer fucking rearranging. Okay, can't do this here, can't do this here. And then in their headphones is Lily what I would use to sleep to stand from witness me feeling me come we life's overwhelming, you know. And when I was young, my mom used to send me heavy's the head, they wear they wear the crown, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, I love disappointing all the assholes in my life when I don't fall down. You know, they just, they don't understand when I'm attempting to explain to them that they think they know it all and that's never going to fucking change, you know? <laughs> but one of these days they're going to need my hand, right? When they're falling, they're like, they need my hand when they're falling in that hole. And I'll remember their disposition when I let them the motherfuck go. Yeah. Okay, I'm done pretending that I'm in Limp Biscuit. Okay. All right, all right. <laughs> what good lyrics, though? Yeah. Like, if you just take... I like taking a song like that and talking the lyrics out like it's a conversation <laughs> yeah. and going, those are really good. That's a good moral. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, that's what separates, in my opinion, great lyricists from, like, okay ones. And that's why I love Ronnie and why I love Fred and why I love... Even James and Metallica. Like, I mean, if you go back to the 80s and the 90s shit, like, Unforgiven, Dire's Eve, you know, and Justice for All. Yeah. Lady Justice has been raped. Truth assassin. You know, here, we're here, baby. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, motherfucker. <laughs> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome to the show James Hetfield. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Shot pie with a zero. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Whoa, was there's two of them on there? Yeah. Ooh. What's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite, favorite shot pot episode? 42. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> What are your favorite shot episodes? 46 and 2. And people right now listening in earbuds are like, okay. Okay, that's enough of these guys. I gave them a solid 35 minutes. I'm over it now. I was going to masturbate to Mark's voice for this episode, but I guess not. Yeah. Because you started going, yeah. Yeah. No, actually, maybe a lot of people are finishing now. That's finally just what I needed. Yeah. Oh, my good God. Okay, so I'm done ranting about the Ticketmaster and monopolistic horse shit. Um, do you want to bitch about the Queen a little bit? Yeah, we'll go on about the Queen. And then we should get into some like fun things. We'll talk I about mean, I mean, I guess we can classify it as bitching, but originally you were like, what we'll do is we'll talk like we're, we're respectful and then we'll... So this is the Shot Pod segment <laughs> where we would like to pay our respects to the late, great Queen Elizabeth II. 
When was she? <laughs> I can't even <laughs> pretend to be respectful because I was about to like list the, what year she was born to now, and I don't even know. I know it was like 1920-something or 30-something, and she was like old as fuck. Okay, that's, that's the end <laughs> yeah. of it. She was really fucking old. Yeah, it was in the 20s. Yeah, it was like 19s, whatever. But she didn't really start... You know, her career really didn't start until the 50s. You know, that was when she started, you know, going to Aboriginal nations and children would just disappear after she visited their school. <laughs> that yeah. was when she started. Oh, also, I, I learned something new today. Did you know that the Queen and the whole palace didn't pay any actual federal taxes until 1992? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> after years and years of delegating in court. And it was because the Queen and her lawyer team lost. She was trying to keep them, <laughs> she was trying to keep them tax free because the Queen, the amazing, a brilliant woman that she was, believed that the richest people on the planet that oh <laughs> the people that own 56 other countries at the time of her whatever the hell it is when they bring you in and give you a crown okay uh, from then forward believe that they should be paid why would I pay I just, tax why I, pay taxes I just picture in my head the queen taxes are for middle class people I just picture in my head this, the queen scolding the judge like I have to pay taxes now do you I know who I am you, and then like the judge like uh, excuse me I'm the honorable member here it's like honorable I'm the fucking the queen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just gets up and starts throws a crown at him you try does it fit yeah does it fit <laughs> heavy as the head Bitch, yeah. now give me my tax-free life. Throws the crown at the judge, and then she's like, oh, don't you throw that gavel. Don't you, you throw, throw that gavel. Don't you throw it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? So there's that. There's also, and then uh, let's get into the real. Let's get into the real thing. I love the Princess Die memes. So I saw this really cool video from, and it was like, you know, VHS looking. Can we just call her Diana? Because it's too soon for me. <laughs> well, uh, do you? Uh, I like to actually have a little talk about this. Um, at, you, where were you when she died? Because I was relatively young. You were older than me. You were about fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I was uh, still inside. I was actually in uh, the rec room at the house I was living in, and I just remember hearing of Princess Diana in a car accident, and it was a big deal. It was. But it was, was it? on like every channel, and it's like holy shit! And it's like oh, and, and the, the driver got blamed for mm. uh, either falling asleep behind the wheel or, or being drunk, or it might have been both. Mm-hmm. Really easy shit to. Yeah, to make look a certain way. It reminded me. It was actually funny because the whole Tupac and Biggie thing was very recent too. And I remember as a young, I was only ten, but uh, I was and I was at my mom and I had a fun conversation because I said to my mom, we were talking about this the other day. Shout out, mom, love you. <laughs> I said to her, "Hey, uh, do you remember where we were when uh, Princess Diana died?" And she went, "No, I don't." And I had to, and it was kind of cool that I had. I love doing this with my mom, where I was like, "I remember," because it was a big deal to me. Pe- I was Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm. <laughs> I remember. Do you remember? <laughs> I remember when Princess Diana died. Do you remember? Do you remember democracy? I remember democracy. Yeah, I remember. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. Let me take my member berries. <sighs> and to now it's 1997. <laughs> so it's 1997, and I was. Uh, it was Labor Day weekend, and I was at. Um, we set this big golf tournament up north in the middle of the woods, where all the cobbits would get it together and get fucking smashed drunk and celebrate the life of an eight of, of <laughs> all of, the Cobbits. All the Cobbits. Yeah. Which and they're all Hey bro, let's get fucking smashed, we're bro. All, yeah, bro. I'm done. Now, I'm down, bro. East Coast bros. Hey there, bud. Yo, you wanna get some motherfucking beers? Yeah, you wanna get some beers on the weekend there, Oh fuck yeah. Chris, you been out on the pole. Yeah, we're getting him a couple bucks there. We're getting him a couple Canadian. We're getting him on the West Coast. That, that sounds like a pretty good fucking time there. We're gonna go right there, smashed apples there on the West Coast. I'll be sleeping in late there till Sunday. I gotta work till about Friday night there, bud. Oh fuck yeah, we'll get together. Hey, we got a couple horseshoe tournament going there. Horseshoe tournament sounds like a good time. Everybody, we'll get Johnny there out from uh, Edmonton down to get there. He's a horseshoe champion. Oh, fuck a horseshoe champion. We'll get that going for sure. Everybody, we go. We're gonna need at least 17 pack more beer though. If we're gonna bring him, oh, you know how to drink there. He'll put him down, buddy. He'll put you under the table, buddy. Will <laughs> that's how it goes, yeah. and that's 
and all of a sudden you have 35 people. Sold to 36 <laughs> in the back. <laughs> so, yeah, the East Coast people talk with the fucked up accent. So, we get, yeah. we, we, they would all get together and, just, and they would do a big golf tournament to celebrate uh, a cousin of mine had passed away when he was like 18 in a car accident. So, it was like remembering his life. And uh, But it was really just an excuse to get hammered. At the end of the day, it was just an excuse for everyone to get fucked up and puke everywhere. Uh, but the kids, us 10-year-olds, would get grouped together. And this is where I, I got to, you know, you know that thing where they say your cousins are like your best friends because you all fall like we fucking hated each other we would all fucking fist fighting i didn't know these kids we had our own lives at, at home and then they're just like here here's five kids you don't know get along and you're like fuck these kids i don't know these kids <laughs> and then one kid's got like uh uh donkey kong uh land for game boy and i'm like oh hey he's my friend he's my friend i'm gonna sit with him right <laughs> i'll never forget because donkey i had a uh 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 snes but I didn't have a Game Boy, and I'd never played Donkey Kong Land. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this kid's going to be my buddy. So, And then I had a Game Gear. So he's like, what, you have Sonic Triple Trouble? I was like, yeah, I got Sonic Triple Trouble. So we became, we became besties. <laughs> Everybody else could fuck off. So we would go and do that, and the kids would. I remember the first, you ever get, you know that thing where the guys pull your shirt over your head? A jersey. And yep. then they fucking kick you and push you around. Yeah, the first time that happened to me. So a kid, one of my cousins, fat little prick, fucking pulled, he's like the Cartman of my cousin family, <laughs> pulls my shirt over, and I'm a skinny little blonde, handsome looking bitch kid. You know, like I'm, I'm frail as hell pulls my shirt over and does the whole thing tosses me in a pile of fucking leaves or whatever so i calmly put my shirt down and just walk into the house and i grabbed one of my dad's beer bottles and i went out and beat him over the head with it it's <laughs> <laughs> just fucking whack and i can't like, oh <laughs> my all, all the all, they all come out alex no <laughs> everybody knows right look watch that watch little alex <laughs> yeah. if you start swinging beer bottles around one of the cousins might die <laughs> right, so I was I was a little fucked up even then, and I'm just like, like dead face while I'm beating this kid with a bottle. <laughs> it was like a Pan's Labyrinth scene. They're peeling me off. Don't kill your cousins. But yeah, it was pretty fun shit. So I, that was what we were doing. And I remember like the adults, all the fun partying, all the drinking. It was just they're like, did you hear Princess Diana died? I'm like, who that bitch? Yeah. You know, and they it was they were all very sad, and there was a lot of talk. They were sitting around, and then it went from being like this get together with the family to like. Talking about her. Hey, did you remember when she went to this place and did that? Like, they were just talk we talked about her like they was a member of the family died. It was a big deal to them. And yeah. I mean, let's be real. The comments are all kind of East Coast trailer trash. Yeah. <laughs> Love my family so much. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, the East Coast, it's, it's a lot more chill than it is out here like that. And so, and so for them to stop and go, wow, let's, like, remember that? Like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. People, I think it's funny that this generation thinks that that, like, this is our version of the Princess Die Die. No, guys. The bitch who died arranged the Princess Diana death, okay? <laughs> yeah. She was, like, the advocate for killing her. And if you don't believe that, it's an it's a 9-11 level of retardation. If you think that 9-11 was a real, hey, some planes flew into a building and uh, all the steel melted. We don't know how. <laughs> you know what I mean? The motors that they found in the rubble were from uh, engines that didn't go in the planes that hit the building. But, oop, whatever. La-da-da-da-da. Da, da, da. close my eyes plug my ears you know what I mean if, it's, if we're gonna get to that level of shit like it's that level of there's just so many what it what you know what I mean about the driver and about like there was no blood alcohol in the guy like there's there's autopsy reports that came out where there was nothing wrong with the guy yeah. whatsoever people talked about the brakes being set up to fail like oh there's a whole bazillion of them just like Tupac just like Biggie same kind of, and then all and I noticed how all these people died in car shoot ups or car related things all within the same few years of each other it was like that was the government's favorite way to off people that had something to say <laughs> Yeah. Something they were changing society in ways they didn't like. Yeah. Princess Di was the anti-establishment for the crown, and that's why she died. Yeah. And we're remembering the lady who arranged it like she was some kind of saint, and I'm fucking tired of it. So there yeah. you go. Uh, I'm going to play this little clip uh, play it. of uh, Princess Diana in an interview. Yeah, the one I was talking about, yeah. I think. Yeah, I love yeah. this. It's very interesting. Do you think you will ever be queen? <sighs> Got to have that piano music no, in there. I don't. 
Why do you think that? She said no. I'd like to be a queen of people's hearts in people's hearts, but I don't see myself being queen of this country. I don't think many people would want me to be queen. Actually, when I say many people, I mean the establishment that I'm married into because they've decided that I'm a non-starter. Why do you think they've decided that? Because I do things differently, because I don't go by a rule book, because I lead from the heart, not the head. And albeit that's got me into trouble in my work, I understand that. But someone's got to go out there and love people and show it. And do you think that because of the way you behave, that's precluded you effectively from becoming queen? Yes, I well, not precluded me. I wouldn't say that. Um, I just don't think I have as many supporters in that environment than I did. Than I did. Yeah. You mean within the royal household? Mm -hmm. Mm hmm They see me as a, a threat of some kind, and I'm here to do good. Not a dis I'm not a destructive person. Why do they see you as a threat? I think every strong woman in history has had to walk down a similar path, and I think it's the strength that causes the confusion and the fear. Why is she strong? Where does she get it from? Where is she taking it? Mm. Where is she going to use it? Why do the public still support her? When I say public, you go into an engagement and there's a great many people there. She had a fan base that yeah. followed her like a fucking rock star. Yeah. That was a beautiful clip. I'm sorry. I got like flat out emotional. For I mean, I mean the many, music adds to it. The music too, adds, right? but like just when she said, um, uh, the, talking about doing things different. Why? Well, because I do things different and it scares them. Like I, who hasn't felt like that a little bit? Like, I feel like we, you know, a little bit with the shot pot, you know, like a little bit, like I've, with this bill C 22 shit. It's like, well, we're, we're doing shit. We're not supposed to be doing. We're talking about things that are no, no's, you know? And I remember there were, even was... as a young kid, like how, have you ever felt like that with your parents? You know, your parents are like, Oh, you stop music. Music's stupid. You're never going to make money doing that. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, I'm, I'm going to do, I, I'm anti, I guess I'm anti-establishment because I'm going <laughs> to yeah. play music, yeah. you know, like, yeah. Uh, there, there was a, I remember a beautiful seeing, clip. I remember seeing, I don't know if it was part of that same interview, um, but I remember her telling a story of uh, seeing all these other mothers with their children get together for a three-legged race. And, uh, and then she was like, oh, I'm going to do it. And uh, she was told she couldn't. She was told she wasn't allowed. And she's like, and she did it anyways. Right. Yeah. They're just dumb shit like that. Yeah. They're just like, well, that's not very ladylike. She's, she's being a mom. Let her be a mom. Yeah. Well, that's not very ladylike. It's just fuck up. Anyways, um, so the reason I want, we wanted to play that is because like while we're sitting around mourning fucking Lizzie, I think that we should be reestablishing the mourning of Diana instead because, you know, the world is completely lost. That's it. We got to bust out candle in the wind next. I'm fucking like down. Like a candle man. in the wind. We... And with the queen dead, if you think this isn't a political chess piece, you're insane. This is just another, we were talking about the, you know, Germany and the fire burning, wood, wood burning. So they're tearing, just destroying forests for the, to get ready for winter. We talked about, um, uh, well, come on, help me out here. Last week we had a whole spew of European things that were happening with Ukraine and all related to that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to maybe, um, we're going to play another clip a little bit later that I'd like, if you're cool with doing one more, and it, 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 uh, I'm going to bring it up on my phone when we take a quick break. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the economy Um not because I found a video that explains what's happening. So you, I know a lot of people listen to the show hear us and we talk about this stuff, but like you get used to our voices and we're also like, we're, we're, we're people like you. So it, 
I'm going to play straight from the horse's mouth. I'm going to play a video of an economist, a guy who his job is to go on and say, buy these stocks, buy those stocks, who explains in a very retardedly easy way what's happening outside of our little world and says in the beginning of the video, you won't hear about this on CNN or Fox or anything because they're, they don't want you to know. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it. And so anyways, I want to play a little clip of that because they, he explains it better than me and Mark ever could. We've tried on several episodes and I want to play it once and then be done with it. So now, you know, when we talk about whatever, this has got an acronym, this new government that's formed or this new uh, economy that they've formed together um, where they're, they're using commodity bases to trade with and they're getting Taiwan involved. Are you and talking all that. about the BRICS bank? Yes, that's yeah. shit. I want to talk, I want to play the little clip where that guy, the economist guy explains that. So we're going to bring that up in a little bit. Um, but th that's the kind of... The, it, and then it'll be done. We can say, okay, so we're talking about the Brooks Bank and we can just move on. We're not gonna have to explain it every time, you know, because it, the guy summed it up perfectly and, and it's scary. And then that, that'll be the portion of the show that we scare the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're thinking, and the reason I want to play it is because if you think the queen dying isn't going to push this exact thing forward, keep it moving. Because yeah. now that's free reign. Oh, so the British Empire is in shambles trying to figure out what's going on. <laughs> there's, wow. there's a power vacuum in England. Let's go. That's, well, that's literally, it is a power vacuum. Well, no, because- do you think Char King, King Charles has stepped up and yeah, but he's not her, hun. No, it's, I called you, you hun. Call me hun. I just called him hun. Live on the air, buddy. That's <laughs> the, so it's it's clearly it's obvious oh, now. Me and Mark, stop. me and Mark have had oh, sexual intercourse for sure. I, I, I tried to hide it, but that's obvious. Is this because you poked me in the knee earlier? That's considered. I think that's considered <laughs> yeah. sexual intercourse because I think I, I got it right behind your knee and you squeezed it a little and you folded your leg and boom, that was, that was intercourse. It's done. It's over. You're gay now. <laughs> My dad was right. OJ, you were right. Sailor Moon. <laughs> All those years ago, set me on this path. <laughs> Sorry, Tam Tam. He's mine now, bitch. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to play a couple minutes from uh, this channel, Redacted, that I, I keep talking about on uh, this podcast. So it's, it, they're, they're not just a couple podcasters. These are uh, educated uh, journalists who uh, Clayton Morris actually used to work for Fox News and then to get away from the bias of everything. The right-wing the right -wing bias, which we're not about any yeah. more than we're about left-wing bias. We're not about so any So now he's an independent journalist and he runs his own thing, which is so uh, he's redacted. So pretty much a true liberal in his, in his heart, which is why he was considered a right-wing, you know what I mean? Everyone gets is being pushed into a realm they're not. So this is a person that's probably pretty liberal in their values that's been forced to become a right winger because of this and left Fox News because they're just so fucking right wing it's too much and they as much as I do like a lot of Trump's foreign policy and shit they did do an awful lot of like oh he's he's not going crazy at that rally even though he was going crazy at that rally like you know what I mean they're just always biased we don't want any left wing well, bias I mean, we don't want any right wing bias we just well, want to, to say the, the, the shit at that rally I mean or not any I'm just saying they would they would work. They would play down what, what was going on with Trump all the time, even yeah. though it was not to be. Shouldn't have been played down, in my opinion. That's when I started losing respect for Fox because I, my landlord, the one who passed away, was obsessed with Fox. I got to see every day what they would say because every day I came home, he'd be blasting Fox News, and I'd sit down and watch it for a little bit. Let's take it in. Let's see what the what the you know what I mean. And and, and it's just as fucked as watching CNN. It's mm. it's just on a different level. Yeah. But it's the same bullshit, but just a different viscosity of shit running down that hill. All right, so uh, so, so this is uh, redacted. Uh, Clayton Morris here uh, talking, and uh, here it is. We are at a tipping point moment in world history, and I don't say that lightly. While the rest of the Western world right now is distracted by the death of a queen in a failing Western country. This is an ABC News special report. Queen Elizabeth II, the legacy, the life. A right? new world Everywhere. order is rising. This week, Russian President Vladimir Putin and Chinese President Xi Jinping will meet for the first time since the invasion of Ukraine. This is a big deal. And what they're Very about to talk about 
will change everything. And I mean everything. If you're not paying attention to these details, you're going to be left behind, especially By left behind, it means probably homeless. Especially yeah. if you've got your family finances tied to Western currencies. We're going to get which Russia we do. If you're wondering China if you do, you do. Moment. But first, some important context here. If you'll allow, even me if you've invested, you're still tied to Western history. currency. In July of 1944, just a few weeks after D-Day, when it was clear that the Nazis would fall and the West would win the war, 730 people from 44 Allied nations flew into the United States and they met at the amazing Bretton Woods Resort in New Hampshire. Now, it was known as the Bretton Woods Conference. If you've ever been to this place, you know how stunning Wiki it is. Wiki that shit or look it up if you don't believe them. All of these leaders coming together to talk about the future of money. Think about this for a moment. The war wouldn't end for another year, but they were already putting together a framework to prevent World War Pause III. Pause for one sec. So at only, this conference, but the reason the war wouldn't end for years because um, of Pearl Harbor and Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So... Hitler very shortly after this meeting killed himself. And then even though Hitler was dead, the Japs were mad. So they bombed Pearl Harbor quote, killed himself end quote <laughs> <laughs> quote, right? Hitler was, uh, it was reported that Hitler had passed. So the, the Japs were like, he killed himself in a flight over to South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking funny sometimes, man. Fuck you, kill me. So he, um, the reason it went on, the reason it went on for another year is because so the, a couple months after he died, um, Pearl Harbor happened, and that's when we took Einstein and a few other scientists and said, "Can you finish this a bomb thing that we've had you on? We need it in like three weeks." And they did. Like they fucking didn't sleep. They probably did a lot. Whatever the yeah. a, whatever the 1942 <laughs> version of Adderall was, probably real cocaine. Yeah, they did a lot of whatever it was, and then they got the A bomb ready, and then we dropped two bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I needed this A bomb yesterday, and then Einstein's like, "Well, why didn't you ask me yesterday?" It sounds like Robotnik. (laughs) 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 But anyway, so that's why it was another year. Anyways, continue. They created the IMF or the International Monetary Fund, the world's new bank. Amazingly, gold was the main topic at this conference. They never wanted to deal with a war again over money, and right. rightly so. Their point was that right after World War One, the Allied powers imposed dramatic damages. I've talked on about this Germany. enough on the show. So much so that the Germans couldn't even pay the debt, and hyperinflation drove their economy into the ground. Listen to this Get section. This. It Listen got to this so part here. Damn bad that prices for groceries in Germany rose forty-one percent per day. Per Think day. Think about that. One day you go out and buy beans, and it costs a certain amount of money, and then the next day you go Tuesday. back, and the prices are up. 41%. Then the next and you day. go the following day, and they're up another 40%. So it's almost doubled in two it days. It led to the Nazis, the rise of the Third Reich. And we know what Now happened. let's, I, so I, I'm going to break this down a little bit because like there's certain parts that are so fucking important. Let that sink in, okay? It's it's a dollar for beans on Monday. It's a dollar 40 for beans on Tuesday. It's a dollar 80. No, 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 because that's only 40% of the original dollar. It's now forty percent of a dollar forty. Oh. That's more. That's a yeah. dollar ten. So, or that, that's yeah. So that you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. so your yeah. your the percentages start. It becomes um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Amor- it's amortization. That's an amortization type thing. Yeah. So by Thursday, it's gone up seven hundred percent because you're paying forty percent on each new number, yeah. right? This is this is how 
debt. This is how they debt companies fuck you. This is kind of like this reminds me of that time we we're talking about the office where he draws the triangle. Like you, you can't see the forest for the trees. So I'm gonna get a guy and he's gonna sell some stuff and then he's gonna sell stuff and then you draw the triangle. They go, oh shit, this is what this guy's doing. He's drawing the triangle for us, right? So pay attention. So anyways, that's because we're seeing that. I've gone to the store on Monday to get pizza for four ninety nine, and I've gone the next week on the same Monday and it's nine ninety nine for that delicio. Now I can't go to that store. That's Metro for me. I've had to stop. Now I get my Delicio from somewhere else because I just can't. I can't afford it. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. So we're already seeing not 40% a day, but 40% a week, 40% a month. You think it fucking stops there? Anyway, sorry. What happened after that? The invasion of Poland and the start of World War II. Yeah, it led to faith so in Britain Hitler. Woods, the idea was that no government currency should be removed from the gold standard. To remove a currency from the gold standard would lead to economic catastrophe. Which leads to war. meant that all of these allies would also normalize their currency in any case of a country going into collapse. It would all come together and these allies would prop them up. That was the idea. We're all hey, in we'll this all together, right? So this is a true we're all in this together. This, right? And they were in it together because the Nazis are what comes from not doing things together. Off of precious metals as a standard would be disastrous. If your country was collapsing and you needed to survive, you might invade other countries and try to steal their resources. The United States didn't. Can you imagine? So, so yeah. with, with that in mind, I'd sent you uh, uh, through text because I didn't want Facebook to like search out any keywords. I sent you through text. There was a leaked executive summary, four pages of it, where it was a, a company called Rand Corporation. Yes. And they had predicted... Um, Straight out of the MCU. Every, everything that was going on. So with the U.S. being so unstable, in order for the U.S. to stabilize, uh, the Europe has to be destabilized. And the best way to start the destabilization of Europe was for Germany to be destable. Which is what it, it is now because of the Ukraine war. Yeah. Ukraine war has destabilized Germany and because this, of the, and this, <laughs> the pipelines. Uh, and this summary came out in January uh, 25th, 2022. Yeah. Nine months ago. Before the invasion of Ukraine. COVID was still a full thing. We were in lockdown. Like, I think I get a picture that what I, it seems like a long time ago because we've been free, quote, <laughs> since March. <laughs> but in real, for realsies, <laughs> at, at that moment, we were still full COVID lockdown. There was still a lot of what ifs. And uh, yeah, we were about a month and a half away from the Ukraine shit hitting the fan. And we were at the one year anniversary of, um, fucking the states getting all those crazy right-wing people that were put oh, there the by Capitol yeah, capital riot. We were a year away from that. And that was what everybody was talking about. How it had been a year since then. Yeah. And had Biden done anything? Was it better? Was it that much yeah. better than it was a year ago yeah. when he won? So that was the big topic so with, at the time. With him saying, um, the, the failing country has to invade another, another country. That's essentially, I mean, the U S is playing it smart. They had Boris Johnson go into Ukraine and, don't do the peace. Don't do peace talks. No, yeah, don't do yeah. it. Yeah. And he and he is the what? The prime minister of he, oh, the exact country that the queen just died from, right? Yeah. So if you think this shit isn't affecting things, it is. Because now Boris knows that he's got free reign. They had other <laughs> things to do. Like, now you're going to see the English government get out of control. Flat out. Because well, there's, well, they've got nobody to check them. Well, they, well, we'll see. Because now it's no longer Boris Johnson. It's now Truss. Right. Yeah. And, and Truss said that she's going to unban fracking and start drilling for oil. This will be cool. Well, they need to. Yeah. It's too late. So we'll yeah. see if they get to get it done in time. Anyways, continue. Sorry. 
heed this advice. And in the 1970s, Richard Nixon took the United States off of the gold standard. We must protect the position of the American dollar as a pillar of monetary stability around the world. I have directed the Secretary of the Treasury to take the action necessary to defend the dollar against the speculators. I have directed Secretary Connolly to suspend temporarily the convertibility of the dollar into gold or other reserve assets. In one moment, he ended everything that they'd set up at Bretton Woods. It's that's all you need to know. When the United yeah. States, you don't need to know to specific details. Know the they just it gave up what we set up after the war to save us from the Third World War. Yeah. They just gave it up. Twenty-five years after. The Second World War. They're like, yeah, fuck it. All that shit that they think was going to save us, we don't need it. The States was so cocky 20 years after the war. I mean, we're 70 years past it now. Yeah. But what they did there with Nixon... Fucked everything. Took 50 years to become what it is now. Yeah. So he's going to talk about Russia and China next. So let's let him talk about that, and then we'll cut it off. Okay. Because now he's going to talk about what Russia and China are doing and why we should be afraid. That's all. It's just another, like another minute of it. Well, no, I've, I've already closed it. You've already closed <laughs> it. Okay. So, anyways, so he's talking about because we went to debt ratio after that. So they are now China, Brazil, Russia, South Africa, India. Taiwan, and India. They're all not, not Taiwan. Taiwan, not yet. Not yet. And give it a month. <laughs> they're all doing that. That gold, that shit he was talking about where they're using the actual minerals that you can pull out of the ground in your country and they're putting that up as like a collateral almost for, yeah. for trading amongst each other. The way we used to do it before 1971 when Nixon said, fuck that. Okay. So now you know. So when we're on the show going, hey, the world's getting scary. Like we're not making it up. That's why. This is another person who said the world's about to change. Listen to my voice. It sounds very important. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a channel that makes millions and millions of dollars. Are you? Well, no, no. Me, me and Mark don't make millions and millions of dollars, but he does. Yeah. And if, so people value his opinion. And at the end of that video, he spends 20 minutes talking about what stocks to invest in. What does he tell you to invest in? Uh, minerals. Silver. Minerals. Silver specifically. Yeah. Because every fucking computer chip on the planet, every fucking single time, there's a connection between a resistor to the board. Spot of silver. Yeah. And how many... Open your phone up. There's at least 25, 30 resistors on that board. Yeah. So every resistor has two minimum spots of silver. Yeah. Buy silver. Buy it all. So in another video, he was talking about uh, Taiwan and, and US is really pushing for war against Taiwan. So when you... are not Taiwan, China. Yeah. So when you say, oh, not yet, not yet. Well, here's what's going on. So the US just passed a bill um, to... From the Senate? From, uh, from Congress. Congress to the Senate. Yeah. Okay, so not Senate yet, but Congress yeah. passed. Just passed a bill in Congress to support Taiwan's independence. Now, the U.S. W wasn't supposed to do that. The U.S. is like, uh, they, they have a treaty with China to treat China as one country, and Taiwan is part of that. Right. So... China's not going to be happy about that. No, that, that's poking the bear. The White House was against this bill being signed in Congress. Of course, because Biden runs the White so, House. Yes, but it was against the bill being signed. Because the Republicans run Congress right now. No, 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 no. Democrats have it all. That's why they're waiting for the midterms, because they're hoping that they can. it's uh, going to be the okay, red wave. Right. Understood, understood. Yeah. The red so, wave. So right now, it's actually... Sounds yeah. like when I bang my girlfriend on her period. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 the red, you just the red wave. I'll show you a red wave. Sorry, sorry. This is why kids can't listen to Shadpot. It's all my fault. Yeah. yeah, no, but so it's radio edit. So it's suspected that this is the deep state that that was pushing this bill. From deep Congress. state reminds me when I put it on my girlfriend's butt. 
I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I just I had, I had to. I just had to go further. Anyways, yes. Um, we're fucked. Like we're fucked. Like uh, there, it's it's kind of like it's literally like 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 uh, there's another economy that's like, hey, we have money too, so our money will be worth less because they're doing more with theirs. It's it's like that's the the very basics of it. Like the very very basics of it is that we have competition for the Western economy, mm-hmm. and well, we buy our, our idiocracy in purchasing all of our natural resources like plastics and minerals and things that we use, silver, from overseas countries like China, Brazil, Russia, India, and then you have these places that are now homies. Yeah, that got us real far. Good yeah. stuff. Really good stuff. Also, why are we now? So while this is all happening, what blows my mind, Marcus, the amount of money we're sending to the Ukraine to like help them. Yeah. Well, we're like literally like that's that's like a homeless guy. That'd be like a homeless guy taking the change that somebody gave him. And like, I always love it. When no, you no, say, no. This is like taking the plug out of a fucking boat with a hole in it and giving it to another country as we slowly oh, sink. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> I like your analogy yeah. better. So you've taken the plug out and the water's coming in and you're like, this is fun. Ralph yeah. Wiggum style. I'm helping. I'm helping. And then he's, but you're holding the plug still. So there's a hope in hell that at some point as the boat sinks, you maybe you could put the plug back in. Yeah. No, here, here you go. Yeah. Here, you oh, take, thank, thank you. Take Thanks. that plug. I help, yay. I could get it back anytime I ask. <laughs> if you can't see, I'm shaking my head. One <laughs> plug. It's already gone. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I just gave you, uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. And it now, went from a boat plug to a butt plug. It's gone. Oh, <laughs> see, you got jokes too. You got butt jokes too. You got jokes? Yeah, that's fucking funny shit. Hang on, give me, give me. There we go. <laughs> Took them a second. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Anyways, so... I th- I, we've there's our rant about the world. Fuck the queen. Uh, it's a distraction from all the crazy shit that's going on. She killed Diana, who is an amazing person, as you heard in that clip. And that's enough talking about how fucked up the world is. I think, unless we've got any big big oh, we topics, got, we got lots of stuff, lots got, of stuff, lots of stuff. Because I still want to so, talk about more D twenty three shit too. So, uh, <coughs> yeah, sure. So Ukrainians made uh, an advancement, and the Western media reported on it as if it was a huge advancement. And uh, it's it's not as big as Western media is claiming. So, like, uh, the territory that was reclaimed was 1% out of, uh, and Russia's out still- Out of 100, I imagine. Russia's, Russia's still occupying 20%. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, that's the sound of us opening up our root beer now. So this is the, we've, we've drank this one before. This is the hard root beer with the, the little- Crazy pic- Uncle. Crazy Uncle. It's got this cool little picture of a dude with a mustache yeah. on it. It looks just like the acoustic guitar mustache for a guitar bridge. I love it. Yeah. So there were people on Twitter that were uh, leading this propaganda. Uh, Pro-Ukraine accounts located in Langley, Virginia. Which government ag- agency resides in Langley? I don't know, Stan Smith. Why don't you tell me? <laughs> that would be the Good CIA. Good morning, USA. It's a wonderful day while the CIA spies on you. <laughs> so there what are you no- talking about, Patrick Stewart? The CIA doesn't, doesn't spy on you. Yeah, so there are no English-speaking journalists on the front line to report this, so... I don't know where they got that idea from. I saw a movie once called Lost in Translation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's actually, uh, okay, so in Iran and Afghanistan, uh, we're journalists on the ground. Yep, World War II, journalists were on the ground. Yep, yep. Ukraine, no. Nothing. Nothing. So everything we're getting is third-party information. Don't forget yeah. that. <laughs> when we're sending millions of dollars over there because things are, quote-unquote, going so bad, yeah. it's like, nah, a lot of it's the Ukraine killing their own people by accident because they don't know how to fucking do They don't know how to. Yeah. They didn't read the art of war like everybody else did. Yeah. 
And uh, so Ukraine now has increased the age of conscription. So now it's no longer just the middle-aged people. Now they're uh, recruiting 40 to 60-year-olds. No. Four, can you imagine being fucking your age and they're like, yeah, go fight a war? Yeah. This motherfucker could barely walk most days <laughs> yeah. after work. I have to go up that hill? No, sir. I cannot do it, sir. Don't make me start playing. <laughs> <laughs> What about that hill? Every time someone talks about going up a hill now, I get that goddamn song. So th- there was a soldier that's no longer on the front line. Uh, he actually sold animal feed before he was conscripted. So he's not a trained soldier. And he, uh, he said uh, his commander also wasn't a soldier. And he made the claim that for every one Russia so- Russian soldier killed, five Ukrainian soldiers die. Right. So things are going really well. Yeah. We're really winning over there. So I Good mean, job, NATO. I... I is it worth five Ukrainians dying for every one Russian because yeah. of your fucking pipeline dream? Literally, your pipe dream? Is that fucking worth it? Because this is what I love. This is what it comes down to. Like, if you're wondering, war is just rich motherfuckers moving chess pieces while poor people die. Yeah. And that's what's happening. That's why I'm not about it. That's why I'm not fucking about it. Fuck the Ukraine. If you're losing that bad, let Russia take it. I'd rather not have so many dead Ukrainians and just leave the pipelines alone and leave them out of NATO. It is yeah. just NATO's occupation that is causing this. Yeah. Five Ukrainians are dying for every one Russian so they can become stay part of NATO. That's yeah. the sole reason. Yeah, and and I want to uh, to point out again, we're not glorifying war. Uh, we we see I'm, it. I'm condone, condemning it right yeah. now. I'm saying, why are we losing five to one? That's a bad ratio. It's yeah. time to admit your defeat. Yeah. Or drop an A-bomb on Russia. Oh, right. We won't do that because of what it'll start. So those are your options. Your options are to fuck with Russia in a cataclysmic way or or, or give it up this NATO pipe dream. Those yeah. are your options. Fuck off with anything else, man. Yeah. Human lives matter. It doesn't matter what color or fucking whatever they are. Just the people dying yeah. so that rich people can argue about who owns fucking land with borders that we put there. Yeah. It's insane yeah. when you think about it. Yes, so NATO uh, wants to expand their borders, and why? Because they'll be right next to the Russian borders, which are so wide, Russia can't cover it all. Then NATO could attack Russia, and again, why? Russia, China, and the rest of the BRICS nations are resisting the globalist agenda. It just sucks. Globalist agenda was all a conspiracy for years. There was a movie uh, back in the late 90s, early 2000s called The Zeitgeist. Yeah, which, which talked about the, the one government-ruled world. It was a huge, I remember, have you seen Zeitgeist? Hey, 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 you seen Zeitgeist? <laughs> the thing forever and then uh the smashing pumpkins did he have a band called that or an album called Zeit- zeitgeist oh, i don't know i don't know billy corgan definitely had something called zeitgeist a band yeah. or an album and uh so and so like the wef is trying to make that happen and that's why i'm terrified of the wef because anyone who has a free thought and speaks out against government will have their assets uh, <laughs> that the government now owns frozen <laughs> right so um i started watching the handmaid's tale and it's really, really creepy show because they do these flashback cut scenes where it's like they're gouging girls' eyes out because they can have kids and shit. And then they cut back to the girls are at work and their bank accounts get frozen. Yeah. Or they just, they're, they can't, they're applying for jobs and nobody will hire them. And they're like, why? And it's like, it's just really weird when they do the cutbacks to like modern society and it's the, it's the same shit. Like the truckers had their accounts frozen and so did anybody who gave to the GoFundMe related to the truckers. And this is a perfect segue because the next thing I want to bring up is uh, Christia Freeland has been more or less uh, on the stand, sort of, so to speak. She's been questioned now about the the Emergency Act. Uh, So Matthew Green, an NDP member from Hamilton, uh, questioned uh, Christia Freeland. What's the the slang for Hamilton? What do they call that? The hammer. Uh, The steel city. 
Or they call it the hammer, don't they? Isn't that part? Too? I heard. I heard the Steel City. Steel City. How about uh, a giant, uglier version of Oshawa? <laughs> yeah. That's what I looked at. So, so, anyways, uh, he questioned uh, Christia Freeland Stinks. on the Emergency Act because he at first supported it when the Liberals were rallying support. Right. So he he asked to see any document if the Emergency Act qualified under Section Two of the CSIS Act, which surprise, surprise, she couldn't answer properly. She did what any politician does. You know, the the whole, like, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. We did the best we could, blah, blah, blah. They did my best. So I hope the NDP can see just what kind of snakes they're dealing with in the Liberal Party. Members of Parliament are also calling Trudeau out over the use of the military during the convoy because a surveillance drone flew over the convoy, and he's being called out for the use of the military. His response is, it was a test flight scheduled much earlier than the convoy. Right. <laughs> Which is about as believable as any time a woman says, they're fine. It's about as believable as anything that comes out of fucking Trudeau's mouth. I'm fine. Mouth. I'm fine. Are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Slams the door. That's I'm one. going to bed. You just said you were fine. I am. I am fine. I'm more than fine. I'm fucking fantastic. <laughs> okay, do you want to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so at Maybe. Eight, so at 8.30 on the night the Emergency Act was invoked, the Ambassador Bridge was open. So Christia Freeland gets questioned based on knowing this, and she doubles down on the occupation of Ottawa, which comes back to the argument. Ottawa police could have handled that. Then brings the question, who brought in the RCMP? Ottawa denies asking for help. RCMP <laughs> officials said the government, I believe, and the government denied asking for help. So then it's a mystery as to why the RCMP was there at all. all right, they just showed up for fun. Yeah. Hey, did you hear what was going on? Let's bring some hot dogs. The acts of arson were being blamed on the convoy, though the media and members of parliament, then the police, released an official statement. The convoy and the arson were not related whatsoever. So this comes back to another apology six months down the road. Yep. Here's another <laughs> one. But in the, but on the day of, it was like, the truckers are setting things on fire! <laughs> yeah. Right? That's why all you idiot leftists are out there going, oh, those, those truckers, they're all crazy right-wing Nazis. Because you believe this shit. <laughs> yeah. You fucking believe it. Also, okay, I'm going to... Can I... Yeah, never mind. I just, I, I want to shit talk so bad that post. I had a buddy of mine, we'll get to Pierre in a second, I guess, but a buddy of mine posted something about Pierre. He's like, oh, look, the conservatives voted a Nazi in as their leader. What a surprise. And then I, I said that to you and you're like, he's married to a, Sir, uh, a, Venezuelan, a Venezuelan refugee, refugee. Yeah. who came here in 07. I was like, really? I didn't even know that. So that was my comment. Uh, uh, it's like, how can you be a fucking Nazi and marry a bitch that wasn't born here? That is like the epitome of not. That is the first rule of being. <laughs> that you can't, if they didn't weren't born here, then they're not okay. Right? That's, yeah. that's rule number one. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, man. Even if you're white, but you weren't born here, it's like, I don't know. That's like Nazis. That's yeah. like, It's insane. It blows my mind just how like tunnel vision these fucking idiots can be. Yeah. Andrew, wake up, you fucking retard. <laughs> So uh, nobody's being held accountable for the false narrative. That's why these these questionings, uh, questioning periods are actually happening, and they're just ducking and dodging. And in the end, they're going to get away scot free, which yep. is fucking. But, and shitty. it's so many months later that the people that might actually go, wait a minute, maybe they're not all crazy right wingers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Th their moment has passed. They're too busy watching the Queen. They're too busy watching the Queen's <laughs> funeral to see that everything they said six months ago is being redacted. Yeah. Everything yeah. about the convoy. What the convoy? That was six months ago. Fuck those right-wing Nazis. Anyways, I want to hear about the queen, yeah. right? That's yeah. the fucking way it works. If, you, if that's your mentality, like, wake up. Yeah. Understand that it's that's what they want you to be doing. You're, they're <laughs> winning. 
So next, uh, Christia Freeland gets asked about the tow trucks. Were they offered from America or did we pay them? She dodges the question to talk about the blockades having a dent on our economy. She gets asked again, I'm just asking about the tow trucks now. Was that an, an American assistance? Uh, she repeats her answer about the economy. The member then says, you're the minister of finance. Okay, next question. Keeping in mind the blockade at the bridge was gone, with you still focusing on the dent in our economy, do you have the figures that show that dent? She said she had the figures in her head from the dent caused every day. So then she gets asked, so the Minister of Public Safety said you invoked the Emergency Act at the request of law and order. Is that true? To which she answers, she she cannot remember. Then gets asked, who came to her to invoke the Emergency Act? And she responds by saying, it was a decision by the Cabinet. So who proposed it first? She replies, it was a collective decision. So she says, at that time, I'd like to take responsibility for that decision as it was a correct decision. Then she gets asked, but are you the one who came up with the idea? And she doubled down, taking responsibility. Then gets asked, who decided to freeze the bank accounts? And she responds, there were a lot of conversations happening. <laughs> so, just based on this, fuck all her answers. Behind closed doors, man. They're like, it's none of your. That basically says to me, it's none of your business. Even though I'm supposed to represent the people of my country, I'm not allowed to talk about what me representing their interests behind closed doors. When yes. we close that door, I can do do and say what I want. But all that's of, democracy, right? But all of this right here, her answers and everything. To me, that justifies the, you're a fucking traitor. Get the fuck out of my province. I agree. When that happened. I agree. I fucking <laughs> agree. I'm honestly, like, I am, I, I know I'm more hardcore than most people, but I fucking fully condone these people being hung out to dry. Fuck them. Freeze their fucking bank accounts. Fucking yeah. move their kids to a fucking COVID concentration camp where they're not allowed to fucking leave for four weeks because they might, may or may not be sick. Fuck these people. Put them in the, take their fucking, their, 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 their trucker's license, whatever license they need to perform as a politician and revoke it and make them reapply, pay the fees and try and fight that fight. Fuck them. Put them in the same boat. I'm not saying fucking shoot their kids in the town square, but I'm, fucking saying that we should do the same things to them they're doing to us you know what i mean but but my, my problem is and this is where people start to go alex calm down the shooting your kids in the town square is where it ends you don't understand it starts with them freezing your bank and taking your licenses and before you know it they're showing up and taking your kids from you because you're not a fit parent because you're a right winger because you made a comment on a certain social media post because of this they're coming and they're taking they're saying okay you can't raise taya anymore because you are on the shot pod and you talk about freedom Right? That's what it fucking comes down. That's where it leads to. And if you don't see it, look at the abortion shit. We want to poke you with shit that's experimental. Now you don't control your ovaries. Took a year, but that's where it got. <laughs> that's where it got. Right? And now, like, it's insane. It, and, and if you, it's insane, and I keep saying that, but it's, you got uh, to see it. Try and use these examples that me and Mark give you of, hey, they started with this, and we've been at this a year now. We've actually got to live this hypocrisy and this redacted statements and this, oh, we didn't mean that. We've been, we've lived it. We've had guests on. We had people in Ottawa talking about jumping castles and music and fun and all this shit while they were talking about people setting things on fire and ambulances not making it to the hospital on time. Yeah. And, and, we, and we talked then about how it was all bullshit and how CP24 was being insane. Yeah. And now, see, now they're actually going, uh, oopsie daisy. 
And are you are y'all listening yet? Like we've we've been on the air long enough to actually see the hypocrisy happen live. Yeah. You could go back to previous episodes of Shop Pod and see us going, hey, I bet you this will happen. And here we are, and it's happening. Ah! We've been talking about Russia and China for fucking six months now. In January, February, we were talking about this. When the Ukraine thing started, I said, there's more going on here than what this isn't just about freeing the Ukraine. There's more. And we, and I remember the first episode, we talked, we waited three episodes to even say anything because we were worried about what was We didn't want to jump on any bandwagons. Yeah. And then I finally said, it's got to do with oil. It's got to do with the fact that NATO wants Russia's assets or they want to control them somewhat. And they're going to use the Ukraine to do that. And here we are. Here we fucking are, guys. The five Ukraine Ukrainers dying for every one Russian. Ukrainers? Well, that's what I'm calling them from now on. <laughs> I like that better than Ukrainians. Yeah, Ukrainers. Sorry, Ukrainers. Right? <laughs> it's like they're not called Ashwanians. They're called Schwaboys. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you know what I mean? Like, so I, I like that the show has been around long enough now for us to see the hypocrisy happen live. Fuck, man. If we, if we give it five years, then we'll be crazy. What was the name of that uh, that documentary we watched on Amazon Prime that was in Oshawa in the seventies? Uh, it was Amber something. The disappearance of Amber. Oh, so someone in Oshawa disappeared and they did a documentary about it. Yeah, I want to see this now. I thought it was Amber. That's okay. Uh, it's okay. But anyways, like it's on Prime. But it was funny. Yeah, it's, I'll check. It, I'll look into. I'll look in the murder mystery documentary section and see if I can find it. It's on Prime, and I was like, I just want somebody to call it the Schwiggity. And as soon as I said that, this old lady came on and said, "It's known as the Schwiggity." I was no! like, no! I want to see this. I want to see this so bad. I also heard that they filmed Handmaid's Tale in Schwa in Toronto. When I was watching it, I went, I'm going to try and find, I swear to God, um, there was a scene in a park and I was like, I know that park in Toronto. Like I knew it. I knew it right away. Like where it was, it was somewhere church South yeah. near the, near Bloor or some fucking thing. Anyways. Um, so, oh, the world is just fucking crazy. What else, <laughs> what else have we got to get to? So we've got, what else we got to get to with the world stuff? Well, uh, bef- well, the world stuff, I'm good for the world stuff, but okay. I, 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 I do want to move on to some of the D23 stuff. Because we, really. men- we mentioned, like, the Marvel stuff. We mentioned the Star Wars. But we didn't talk about anything else. No. And I was like, oh, man, like, the, the Mufasa prequel movie was, yeah. was announced. And I was like, oh, man. And I was like, if it's just a tale of jealousy between Scar and Mufasa... I'm, it's just going to be bland and boring for me. I'm like, there's got to be more than just jealousy. They'll do something. They've been doing good. I'll give Disney a lot of... I mean, credit with certain things. Um, the remakes are boring. And I like this idea better. The well, idea of saying, we're not, they did redo the Lion King, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Did they do that? Yeah, the live action. This right, is, they did a live action yeah, Lion this King. Is, yeah, this is a live action So prequel. it'll be a prequel to the live action yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, and, either way. And I just think, like, I'd rather them do prequels to the cartoons and leave the cartoons what, alone. But what if this is about, like, Fumasa, Mufasa, Mufasa's father? Fumasa? <laughs> yeah, you know? Or then after that, it was Kubasa. Yeah. The guy before that, he was just a big stack of meat. <laughs> and, like, and there's a hit song, I just can't wait to have a title of royalty. <laughs> <laughs> Until he meets up with a with a fucking uh, like a meerkat and a fucking uh, warthog, and then they teach him the song Makuna Hatata. <laughs> Makuna Hatata. Right? <laughs> um, it means worry a lot always yeah. because shit hits the fan daily. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm but there. Yeah. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, now, Mufasa looks good. I'm I'm, I'm excited because. Um, the Lion King for me was big. It was, I was just at the oh, age yeah. where, I think it was 95, 96? It was actually my favorite Disney soundtrack of anything. Aladdin 
and Lion King were on par for me. I, I you can't fuck with Prince Ali. Da, 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 yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> but uh, I also just absolutely love that "Be Prepared." That Scar oh, yeah. song yeah. was badass. <gasps> Ed, <laughs> like I love the hyenas. Oh man, Tamara's daughter has a very uh, Ed laugh. It's just, it's just a. Oh. <laughs> 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 it sound like that. It does. It does. It's a, it's a, it's a period of like. Like three laughs, like <laughs> joined together. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's it's three it's three it's three notes. Yeah. Um, I would love to see um an Aladdin prequel. Like, let's talk about the genie's previous fucking excursions. Let's let's go back and and explore um young Jafar. That's cool shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I like I love this prequel to the Disney's idea. I love it. I fucking I, I, I hope mean they roll, I liked, roll I liked, with more of it. I liked uh, Maleficent for this. Maleficent was so because good. it shows how they become the villain. They start out as a good guy and shit fucking happens, and they're like, okay, this is why I am the way I am. And who started that? George fucking Lucas. I'm telling you, he was, I mean, he didn't start it, but he perfected it. He's the first one to do it right. And that's people. I had somebody the other day, I won't mention names, but somebody just say, why is star Wars so important to you? Like what the fuck about? And I said, there's two big reasons. Number one, it is a sympathy for the devil story. And number two, it is politics. It's, it's a beautiful story of how a Republic becomes a corrupt empire. And, 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 it, and it's so amazing to watch it happen. And it's slow. It takes yeah. 30 years, but it happens. Yeah. But I, I, for me, it's the bad guy. You know, you, you have the original three, and Vader's just known as this, like, oh, my God, look at this guy in this black suit. Like, what a bad motherfucker. And and you and he's so bad in the first movie. And then the second one, you know, you see that, you know, I'm your, I'm your dad. And you're like, oh, fuck. And then in the third one, they give him this superhuman side where the only person in the galaxy that can soften him up enough to kill the fucking emperor is his son. But before Luke, he was a fucking ruthless psychopath. Yeah. How do you get to become a ruthless psychopath so much, but your son softens you up like a bagel, like a dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty bagel? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I love, because then they spend three movies and seven seasons of The Clone Wars yeah. showing you how you you, be, you go from a 10-year-old to a, I don't want to be in any trouble, Mr. Qui-Gon, you yeah. know, to, I hate you! You are my brother, Anakin, right? Like, you got to go. Yeah. And, they, and they, 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 they show it, and that's why I love it. And so Maleficent was like a, hey, uh, let's take other bad guys and give them a soft backstory with yeah. a little bit of trauma that turns them bad. Let's make everybody go, I'd probably become Darth Vader too. Right? Like, I love that. You know who else did it? Sonic. I'll never forget in the comic book, they gave Robotnik this this amazing backstory about how he became this guy that wants to turn animals into robots. Because yeah. the animals did some shit to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> sexual shit. No, <laughs> no, I mean, like, they did shit, to, like, bad shit to him when he was young. Yeah. Um, they, his father was murdered by you know, anamorphs as they call them uh, during a, a thing called the great war that took place on the planet Mobius. So he had this kind of PTSD and then he built this thing called the roboticizer and the roboticizer. Um, its goal was to heal. It would take a part of you that you've been cut off like an arm or a big gash that was going to bleed out and it would turn it into mechanical parts using power rings and chaos emeralds. Oh, okay. Sounds like Jason X. 
<laughs> and it would and it would like heal you so that you could function, right? Yeah. And then uh so they won the war with this machine by healing people. Or no, sorry, they didn't he he made this machine and the hu- his other humanoid his other humans were like, fuck you. His name was Julian. Julian Ivo is is Robotnik's real name. And they're like, fuck you, Julian, you're crazy. Turning people into robots. Get out of here. And they they kicked him out. They they kicked him out of the kingdom. And a bunch of furry little animals, Sonic's dad and uncle. Yeah. <laughs> found him in like a bog like in the bog like left for dead and they took him in and brought him to their little castle and they were like and he's and he told the stories like i invented this thing and my people condemned me so the king king of corn said uh hey uh, uh you see you know do you want to be my warlord like we need to win this war so he uses the roboticizer for the animals and then he heals them up and sends them out and they fucking ruin they wreck the humans and they get rid of them they kill them all so robotnik's the last one and then he turns the roboticizer on them all and takes over yeah. because of the shit that went down before. It's really a great story. Yeah. Isn't that clever? Not a lot of people know about that, but that was the, the infamous Robotnik backstory in the comic. Yeah. Fucking beautiful. And, they la- and you don't find, you, it unfolds over a hundred issues. Yeah. You catch all the details. It's really, really interesting. I hope they start, I, they probably won't, but I, I'd be nice for them to start giving some cool backstory to Shadow in the Sonic 3 movie. Yeah. Similar, because I think Jim Carrey's probably going to be, I don't think he'll be in it. It's not looking like it. Right now, they're really focused on Shadow's story. Robotnik's dad made Shadow, so they'll have somebody cast as Gerald Robotnik is his name. Yeah. And that's how they're going to play it. Yeah. Either way, I just figured out, you know, I, I love that the, the bad guy sympathy story, and Star Wars is that. And I'd want more of it. I, I would watch a Scar prequel about Scar and yeah. maybe why he's such a fucking bitch and why he's so mad. How did he get his scars? I don't know. I want to see. Maybe it's in the Mufasa movie how he got the scars. Who knows? Either way, I'll be down for that. And like I said, a Jafar prequel. How did Jafar become a bad guy? I'd fucking watch that. Maybe that's a series. Maybe that's a six-episode series instead of a movie. I'm down. Sign me up. Yeah. Who else? Maleficent, you said you really liked. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, what's another really good bad guy in, in the in the world of, of Disney that I would that I'd find? I what about a Wally? I'd love to see a Wally prequel about how the earth turns into a fucking garbage dump, maybe. Yeah. That'd be kind of interesting. Even Ursula. Even Ursula. Ursula would be great. Instead of worrying about Black Little Mermaid, because that's a fucking thing now. Like <laughs> Moana and Princess Jasmine and all that. That wasn't enough. No, we gotta turn them all. I just start Sleeping Beauty's black, they're all black or Indian now. We're not yeah. No white people. No whites allowed. Uh, yeah. Fuck off with this shit. <laughs> and I've had people post flat out, oh my God, I feel so represented. I've had my black friends actually post that they feel represented and that they like it. And you're idiots. You guys clearly never saw Aladdin. Like, I really don't, I don't know what the fuck to say. Like, since the 80s, there's been princesses of color. And then yeah. they put out Brave. They're like, look, ginger bitches get one too. Yeah. You know, for all these little soulless, freckly bitches that no one wants to date anymore because they're all psycho, right? They're like, here, you get one too. Call it Brave. We'll even give you this cool name so that they think you're braver than everybody. Like, I just think Disney's been catering to this racism and sexism for so long. I don't I don't get it. Why do I gotta make the Little Mermaid black? I don't get it. It's not... It's almost as ridiculous as making the queen black in the well, Rings of Power show, so, I mean, even though the book describes her as pale as fuck. There's a hundred black characters in the show. So uh, why does this one? I, like, I uh, wanted I wanted to talk about this because anybody just who, keep it as written. anybody who voices concern with Ariel being black is automatically racist. I just don't get why. I just don't understand because like there is so much representation but for those th- people in other but other th- movies. So, but this is what I want to ask. So if say okay, so James Franco. Uh, was cast as Fidel Castro and John Leguizamo snapped. He said, this is cultural appropriation. I'm I'm, kind of with that. Yeah. I'm honest. I'll take that. I think I'm with that. I agree with that. I don't think that's cool. So, I mean, regardless, there's a lot of Latin actors that could take that. And Diego Luna fucking would have killed a a Castro role. The guy plays Andor. But the point is, 
he was called out for cultural appropriation as being cast. It's not his as, fault for being cast as, as a, a Hispanic as a Hispanic man, but he's he's a white guy. So if you're going to cast somebody of color in a white role, and somebody has something to say about it, you're racist. But I mean, couldn't you call the person who cast the black people racist? Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. It's it's it, none of it makes sense. That's why if you just stick like if 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 it's a Latin role and you hire a Latin person and if it's a white girl role and you hire a white girl we don't have any fucking problems there's nothing to talk about yeah. that's why I don't like it because in this world of everyone wants to have a problem with something it's, it's just poking the bear yeah. it's like fucking with China why would you do it leave it alone why make Ariel black because you know the internet will blow up about it and then your movie will sell more tickets yeah. I don't fucking like that the, they're banking but, on the controversy not the, the content but the, this is this, that. this is the next big <laughs> I think it's funny that I just said banking on controversy not content and I'm on the shot pod <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I do see the irony. Okay, please don't judge me. Here is here is the next step, though. All these people that are like, no, they should be people of color, and the, and and there's nothing for, wrong with for, that. No, 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 no. Let yeah. me talk. Okay, sorry, the, sorry. The, going after the di diversity. Okay, but they're losing the fan base. The studios are forking over the money, and they're not making that much money back. And they're 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 casting everybody else who doesn't want to see this as just racist pieces of garbage. But it's the movie industry that's tanking. Do they want another Ghostbusters girl movie? Because that's what they're going for. <laughs> but then the Ghostbusters put out the new one, Afterlife. Huge, right? Yeah. Well, that and, and, but they, and then uh, what's her name? The girl that did Charlie's Angels, Elizabeth Banks, was like, oh, I don't want to see strong girls in a movie. It's like, well, um, what was uh, What the fuck? I'm trying to... Uh, um, I mean... Yeah, There's a hundred movies with just uh, that are all fronted. You know what my fun, the funniest thing about that is the original Charlie's Angels movie with Drew Barrymore and Cameron Diaz made millions and millions <laughs> yeah. and millions. It was number one at box office. It was a huge mash smash hit, and it was a garbage movie. It was fucking shit, but it still made a fuckload of money. So she's it's actually just that she made a shit movie. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. what. And, but people will take what Elizabeth said and they're going, "Yeah, that's what's up." You know, the whole world doesn't want to see strong yeah. women, and that's like, how do we not want to see it's strong because, women? It's because they want to change they want to change the world and they're going to keep fucking trying to suffer until they do but they're not going to it's part of why i love star wars too princess leia was going well someone's got to save our skins since 1977 that bitch was saving men's asses and no so, one has anything this bad to say about it and that's how you do it so lucas knew how to make a woman empowered and strong without making her look weak and i, I love him for that. i haven't seen top gun 2 yet but everybody's, everybody's telling me it's the best greatest movie thing ever, ever. Seen. we should watch it together yeah, you want? It? We should watch it. Shot reacts. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but everybody that uh, I mean, it's also being uh, attacked as uh, as being like a right winger type movie. And it's like, <laughs> okay, oh, okay, okay. Please tell me how and why. Oh, I don't even know how and why. They're they're just fucking straight up attacking it, and uh, and uh, Tom that, Cruise is a fucking Scientologist. What's right wing about that? Yeah. So I mean, I I have to see what's and going on. He produced on. it, did he not? Uh, I think he, he he's, he's a big part of the movie. He's yeah. a big part of the story, the production, and he's the main character. Yeah. So like, it's pretty fucking Tom oriented, and that motherfucker and it made more than Titanic. It beat Endgame. No, yeah, are you kidding me right now? I am not. You're shitting in my face. I am not. Wow, it made more than Endgame and Titanic. Yeah, so it's like top five films of all time right now. Yeah, are you serious right now? I really am. I'm. I gotta look this up. Hey Google, what are the top ten grossing films of all time? <laughs> I seriously need to know now. That's fucking cool, man. Good for them because I was worried about that kind of 
They might make another one. We'll see. Bro, it's there. Yeah. Right well, after in uh, Furious 7, but, at, but more than the Avengers. Yeah. Oh, The Force Awakens is on that list. The Force Awakens is number eight <laughs> no, for all of history for opening. Yeah. You, know, you know, the other two, it was only because we were, we were hoping for a good. A good. Yeah. Everyone gave it a chance. And then when they got so, to, they, they're like, never mind. <laughs> so uh, on the weekend, uh, I went off to a, a family event. And uh, I don't see my brother too often. And when I saw my brother, my brother uh, and I, we were talking about uh, basically everything the shop pod talks about. And uh, we talked about like the movies today and, and that uh, the, the movie industry is failing. And, Except for uh, Sonic. No, it doesn't matter. The entire, like yeah. the, the studios that even made Sonic, they're, they're still kind of collapsing. Um, and it's because uh, they're not making the money that they want off of these films that they're, that are pushing the messages that they want. So, I mean, we also touched on, uh, on prey and prey. Uh, we've talked about before. As so being- I didn't talk about it though. Prey was way more. you you never mentioned how gory it is. This is the movie. Prey is the newest predator movie. And it is, I would say gorier than any other pre- pre- <laughs> predator see, movie. Uh, there, somebody reviewed it and gave it one star and said, this has nothing to do with praying to God. What, what the fuck is this? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different letter. There's yeah. one letter yeah. different there, but holy yeah. shit. But uh, eat, yeah. pray, love. <laughs> they need yeah. to make it. <laughs> yeah, really. pray with an E, love. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was really, really, really good. Uh, and uh, even my brother was going so on so much gore. My brother was going on. He talked about how uh, the story for the main character was lacking because there wasn't much character building. No, it, it just it just here's a character. This is just what she's doing. And it's like okay, no, I didn't care. And then uh, and then we talked about how. Uh, the, I mean, the, the Hollywoodization of the axe, because yes, you can throw an axe, but catching it every time flawlessly, it's never going to happen. You're not gonna like fucking that. Lose a finger. No, but I mean, at the same time, I, I, you know how I thought the same thing, but then I thought to myself, people these days are so stupid. Like they really are. Like you got a picture. There's nothing to do. Your entire life revolves around getting up and hunting and gathering. Like, I'm sorry. They're wrong. If you went out, Every single, because I don't know about you, but like, if I do something every day, I get very fucking good at it. Uh-huh. I play guitar every day, and now I'm better than most people I know. In uh-huh. fact, I'm better than pretty much everybody I know. Okay. It's like local. There's not a lot of people that I know face to face who but can. You, but you lose this argument because who can best me at because shit. in the movie she it shows when she first puts the tie on her axe and throws it and catches it. You don't know it. how long and it's instantly, been. Instantly, in, it's that same day. <laughs> it's the one, the movie takes place over a day <laughs> into two days. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I just, I, I, I just, I think that when that's all you do, you, you get good at, the human mind gets so fucking good at stuff, man. And, and, and that, 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 her, st- that survival instinct. I mean, we're talking about people who've been bred from generations of survivors and people. I don't know. I bought Doesn't it. Matter. I bought it. You can't catch an ax flying at you flawlessly. You every also time. can't time travel back to the 17th century and see if she could. So you'll never know. 
because we can't go back in time to do that. I'm just saying, like the like we came <laughs> here, like this is the white people were new. The French had barely landed during whenever that happened. It was like the early 1700s that when yeah. that movie took place. So like you're never really gonna know the level of shit that those natives could do. They did crazy shit long before we got here. They built and did, and their medicines were nuts. They they would literally go, hey, I, I know this special flower. If you rub it, shit just gets better. That's yeah. where 90% of our modern medicine came from was from the natives, from killing them and stealing their secrets. So, uh, there, so I believe I believe she could have. I'm sorry, <laughs> I was with that movie. There, there was there was uh, a lot of cool things in that movie, including uh, as you said, the kills, the the flower. Yeah, it, it, like cool down your body temperature and so slow he your heart. See you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. And so my brother being the... Uh, I like the guy, though, that even though I couldn't see him, it stepped on him and he made a noise and then he's like, I gotcha! And then he killed yeah, him. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah. So my brother, he's all about uh, the special effects for Predator. Which were very good. And The bear looked amazing. And yeah. that bear wasn't real. So uh, my brother, the only Predator he's actually liked was Kevin Peter Hall in Predator 1. He liked Pred Predator 2 as well. And, uh, and he was talking about the movement. Hasn't liked anything since? No. And he talked about uh, the, the movements were different but fluid, so they felt like uh, they were two different predators but still belonged to the same species. And then he says every other predator between that, no, everything looked scripted, choreographed, and, and, and fake and stupid. And then he also talks about the mandibles. The mandibles in the, the first two Predator movies uh, for the mandibles, uh, when they're making the mandibles, they have them shut. So that when they open them, it's stretching the skin. Yeah. But in the other movies, they they make, well, they them, make them open. open. So when they close, you have, you have flappy fucking jowl kind of things. Right. And, and it looks like shit. So my brother was actually giving props to the designer for Prey because he says they, went, the old they went back to the old way. That's yeah. a pretty specific thing to get upset about, but I I, I get it. That attention to detail there, there, can there, be yeah, the difference. There, there's enough people that that follow the effects of movies and special effects, and if it's something that you you love and obsess about, like my brother and Predator, I mean it's it, yeah it's yeah it's it's pretty it's pr pretty noticeable when you think about it. Um, I'd like to see more Predator movies though. Um, that get into the them themselves, like Alien versus Predator, got into the culture and the history of them. And I'd like to see more of that because they, they do. They, that's one thing I'll give that franchise credit for is how vague they keep anything that has to do with them. We yeah. never know what their home... I want to see a human stow away and get to their home planet. Like, I want to see I some mean, shit like that. Every, like, the the fan base is uh, requested for, like, a like a Shogun uh, samurai fucking uh, predator thing. Oh, and where they, they go to feudal Japan and the guys oh, just wreck I, them? Yeah, I would love that because Predator is is all about uh, challenging themselves challenging themselves to test themselves against uh, humans. And, the, and if the you have different yeah. eras and different times, like they're, they're going to want to test themselves yeah. against that. Go to like four, like uh, 3000 BC China. You know what I mean? Yeah. With, or, or go to fucking Genghis Khan. Throw, drop a few predators down against Genghis's army and say, how tough are you now? Yeah. Genghis Khan fucking took the, the, all Europe in, what, seven months? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that would be a fun... I'd watch that. Yeah. Who'd play Genghis Khan? John Leguizamo? Uh, <laughs> John Wayne. <laughs> John, right? Right? We're going to change Genghis... No, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Remember when he played The Last Samurai? Or something? No, that was Tom Cruise. What was that? Matt was in a fucking movie yeah, where yeah. he played the, a samurai. The wall. Yeah, something about the great... It was an alien movie where yeah. they built the wall for aliens. What a dumb yeah. fucking movie. God. What was he smoking when he took that script? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, man. This has been a good episode. I've had a great time. This has been the... One year anniversary episode of fucking shop pot. I've had a great time uh, so far. We've still got more episode to go here, but I just I'd like to sit back and take it in. Sometimes, <sighs> this time yeah. last year we were probably episode four. 
probably yeah, cutting. Probably. We had yeah. three out, so we probably dropped the first one when we were through three in, and we were probably doing. I think episode four was relationships. It was our first like. So here's all the here's a, here's how shitty I've done. Here's my horrible taste in women. Yeah. <laughs> here's where it got me, and I'm just like, oh, me too. <laughs> you know, being divorced is fun and expensive. But yeah. would I do it again? Would I get married again? Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. I wouldn't a second because I'm fucking. The day we got we did it was a lot of fun, so I would do that again. It's just yeah. all the shit after. It's like the tax benefits don't exist anymore, and now they kind of own you. It's like we have to put that little apostrophe under misters, so it's misses, and then they're like, they're like, I'm indignant about that, so you're mine now. Don't breathe without permission. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, but uh, <laughs> it's my so, only fear. So with uh, talking to my brother about these movies, uh, and he he started talking like i mentioned like oh yeah ariel's black and little Mermaid. yeah 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 and then he's like yeah but in the original story she was green so i was like yeah but in the original oh, I'd fuck with that a gamora looking mermaid yeah. and then i was like yeah but in the original disney movie which this is the remake of she was white so and yeah. then and then you look at every other disney story that's being made nowadays there are no new white princesses it's all like yeah yeah they're all so women of color and, and, so. I'm, and i'm not bitching about it i'm just saying they f- are therefore represented enough we don't need to keep we don't need to start converting other princesses princesses to that is elsa gonna be fucking latiqua next one in in, in frozen three she gonna get a race chains like what the fuck is going on man no. or maybe she gets a sad maybe you know what maybe they're, they're gonna give the trans community one for that one one for them one for those boys so elsa will become you know elron i guess and get a fucking sex change and be like ha, oh, i'm like you know i control the snow whippy do give me a beer like i control I don't the snow know. with my penis i don't get control the snow with my, yeah <laughs> oh my god like I, <laughs> i'm fucking making a snow tornado <laughs> with my big tail <laughs> <laughs> anna gets a sex change and just looks like carrot top <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they get they do a live action Frozen three, then, then, and then, it's Carrot Top as Sex Chains Anna. I was actually just gonna say too, wouldn't it would it be just as stupid if they did the Aladdin remake and they cast Aladdin as like Matt Damon once again? I just I love throwing Matt Damon in there because of the, he did that movie <laughs> where he was supposed to be Asian or some fucking thing or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, or Tom Cruise in the Last Samurai, like that kind of retard level of why are you doing this? Like yeah. just cast an Asian guy. There's lots of great Asian actors. Cast a guy who plays Wong in fucking Doctor Strange and give him a movie. He's great. Like, give him a lead role. Quit giving him the B role and like yeah. let, he's cried a lot. I watch a movie with him as a main guy. Fucking yeah. give it to him. He's always in a secondary role. He's funny. He could carry a movie on his own. His accent's good enough now. He's pretty pretty Englishized. I can actually understand what he says. <laughs> you know, the first Doctor Stranger was like, what? Subtitles. But now I mean, now we're good. Right? Well, I'm not kidding. Sometimes a thick Asian accent in movies, I gotta put the subtitles on. I can't fucking hear what they're saying. Yeah. Same reason that I started, I told you I was dating that, a black girl and yeah. I was like, will you watch Letter Kenny with me? Because then she's like, yeah, okay. And then we got one episode. And she's like, I'm sorry, babe. I don't know how to say this nicely. I was like, what? She's like, can you put the subtitles on? I don't understand what they're saying. Yeah. Now to me from the East Coast, that's normal talking. But yeah, to her culture, she's like, I don't understand what the fuck you're saying. <laughs> this sounds like a Mob Deep song to me. Like I was like, oh, I get it now. Remember the the South or not South Park, Family Guy episode? It's like, oh, look, the Ice Cube. Thanks, Cube. No, it was Marilyn Manson. It was a Marilyn Manson CD. Look, there's lyrics. The lyrics are inside with translations. I like to work hard every day to take care of my friends. Oh, okay, <laughs> this is a good moral. It's a good moral values in this, right? I love that. Yeah. That episode is classic. So, also in talking to my brother, uh, he mentioned when when we were talking about the failing moving movie, movie industry. industry. Uh, he also did bring up the Force Awakens, and he, he's like, "I love Daisy Ridley for acting. Oh, she's a great, but." Actress. 
in The Force Awakens, it, it was written just horribly bad that, I mean, her character building didn't really build her character. I would argue that it wasn't so much that uh, it was written bad. It's um, The Force Awakens was uh, banking. It was a remake. It was the new hope with modern CGI, <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, I actually, at one point, I'd say halfway through, I saw the movie on one of the opening days. And I remember yeah. sitting in the aisle because they sold out of seats. So I sat on the fucking light upstairs on those little lights to yeah. watch it um, beside my friends because I was like, I'm cool. My, I, I do this at work all the time. I'm used to sitting on hard surfaces. You know, some <laughs> people can't handle that. I was like, I'll sit on the stairs. You guys sit in the chairs. Fuck it. Um, and I watched the movie and I went, it was a great movie. I liked it, but it's, it's, it's a new hope with, yeah. with the modern CGI. La- and, then, so, and everybody thought the same thing. So The Last Jedi they gave to Rian Johnson and I don't give a fuck how many interviews he gives. The movie was shit and he sucks. Done. I'll give it. If they give him a trilogy, I swear to fucking God, I'm going to be so done with Star Wars. I, Did you see is. him doubling down on. Oh, like, he doubled down on how good yeah. it was a few weeks ago. Yeah. And every one of the guys I follow on, like Star Wars Theory and Star Wars Meg and all the people I follow online, were all, all had like a 10 minute shit on him video because <laughs> it triggered them so hard, right? It fucked this guy. And then, yeah, it's not a good movie. It's a, that's Leia floating through space, crystallizing, and then just being like, nah, never mind. <laughs> just here I go into the like fuck off like fuck off the with one that. thing I love that he created were porgs I love porgs they're porgs are cool adorable little Star I'll give Wars you creatures one moment out of the 500 moments of the yeah, movie were yeah. worth it I, I found it hilarious that he was able to drop bombs in space and I'm like wait what do you mean this is like there's zero gravity how is he able to drop yeah, bombs drop bombs in space <laughs> like they fell yeah what the fuck and then the girl falls to the bottom of her ship and it's like trying, it's like, but the, it's open. There'd be vacuum. Anyways, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was the worst movie ever in the franchise, in my opinion. Last Jedi is like, if you just take the nine movies, one's got to be at the bottom and Jedi's it. Rises, yeah. rises before it and forces before that and everything's above it. Yeah. I would put Return of the Jedi there too because Ewoks can suck a dick and I don't like them. One thing I didn't understand in uh, The Last Jedi, uh, you know those vehicles that had to like touch the ground with something? I was like, they have other like ground vehicles that aren't touching the ground. They have like tactical speeders. They've had them since, shit. well, if you... If in the Star Wars timeline, they've had them since the time of A New Hope. Yeah. So what so, the fuck? So I don't know why they had to have something scraping into the ground on that With fucking that, salt plane. On the salt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was stupid. The whole thing was stupid. Even the whole the whole uh, Kylo Ren versus Luke was stupid. It was all stupid. Yeah. Everything was dumb. The whole movie was stupid. It was stupid. And then, <laughs> oh, look. It was How many times fucking you say stupid, stupid in a minute? Fucking, the, it was the, stupid. The it was so sno- stupid. The, it was stupid. The Pokemon snow dogs look like fucking straight out of a Pokemon. Like, there's, stu- <laughs> there's animals that, that, that show up at Star Wars, and you're like, that's a Star Wars robot, or that's a Star Wars animal. Yeah. Those fucking crystal dogs that showed up to guide them through that cave were fucking Pokemon. They were ice and steel <laughs> types, and Ash Ketchum was behind them and went, come on, Star Wars guys, follow me. And Charizard, everyone jumped on Charizard's back, and somebody jumped on, and, and Princess Leia got on Squirtle's back. Squirtle, 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 and they all fucking went through the cave. That's what I saw. Like fuck off. They're so unoriginal. I, the Last Jedi is the worst movie in the franchise. And if you say Solo is, you don't know anything about movies because that movie was great. It's uh, people hated it because it was. Ro- oh, did you see the meme of uh, uh, Lando where uh, he's like, uh, "Give me, give me the shit back," and then uh, Han's like, "Over my dead body," and then it shows him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, after Han's passed away, and <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> um, one thing I did like about I got I liked Force Awakens because of the I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. I love that it's a meme and it's a great line and it's a good moment. Um, so the Force Awakens of, of those of the only one of the three that's even considered tolerable, in my opinion. Last Jedi was 
there was just so many like the bombs are falling like just moments where in even it didn't even take me to, like a rewatch to catch how stupid it was yeah. and then the rise of Skywalker I mean there's how many memes do you see where Palpatine has returned somehow <laughs> somehow Palpatine's <laughs> returned great writing great yeah. writing great writing like even in Sonic okay they kill Robotnik he's dead they blew him up and shit went down and then 20 issues later they're like okay we got, we need a bad guy <laughs> so they have Robotnik come back and they're not like somehow Robotnik has returned that was not the line <laughs> they had this cool story where in another timeline Robotnik won he killed them all he roboticized Sonic and Ro Robot Sonic went out and just fucking because like, he's the yeah. most powerful fastest thing alive but now he's been roboticized he successfully roboticized him and he killed everybody he just destroyed he leveled Knothole he leveled Mobotropolis and then he became like Robotnik's right hand guy and he, they took over the planet um, but then Knuckles roboticized himself and kept his will and yeah. fought and they had nuclear disaster they went at each other <laughs> and and they like blew they have reactors they attached to themselves and they fucking blew up and mobius was like a wasteland yeah. so to save himself robotnik roboticizes himself and becomes ai so his 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 AI, he's in this in the net but his body is gone and then he jumps to another multiverse and prints a copy of himself that now looks like eggman so he doesn't look like the fat robotnik from yeah. the 90s he looks like the eggman cuz he made a body and that's and then he pops in and he, he's like i'm back what a great way to do it like that's how you write a character coming back from the dead Take yeah. some fucking notes, you know? How does Star Wars do it? They're pretty good with Back from the Dead, although I still don't like the Reva thing. How did Reva just be like, oh, I'm going to stitch myself up? And suddenly I'm fine and can even run. Yeah, and Qui-Gon is dead. Like, Darth Maul, although they brought him back, still dead after one... You saw... I don't know if you ever saw the Rebels fight where they meet in the deserts of Tatooine and he goes, Oh, you are protecting something? No. Someone. And then Obi-Wan's like, okay, he's on to me. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then he just literally, one, two, three, and that's it. Yeah. Maul is gone. It's like one of the most beautiful fights because they had like a 30-year hatred for each other. Yeah. And they're both old. It's like, we're not fighting. We're not scrapping. We're ending this. Yeah. I love it. And then as he falls down, he goes, you know, will you avenge us? Will he avenge us? And he's like, yeah, he will. Yeah. That whole is very beautiful. That's how you write that. That's how it's done. Like, take notes, guys. Filoni and Favreau know what's up. <laughs> and oh, anyways, I'm just fucking everything for me right now can be compared to Star Wars because like even Rings of Power. I watched the new Rings of Power episode and I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's called the Rings of Power. Guess how many rings have showed up in it? None! Not a fucking one! <laughs> We're four episodes of eight in. We're 50% of the way through. I ain't seen no motherfucking rings yet. Nah, have I even seen any molten gold? I haven't seen nothing. Now, I understand it'll probably be the last episode before I see one. I get, I understand the building. I get it. I understand. I get it. But it's moving too slow. And yeah. this could have been done as a, it should have just done it as a movie. They should have made an hour and 45 minutes. Fuck that. We're talking about Peter Jackson's level of, of shit, even though it's not involved. We're talking about his level of stuff. So let's just call it two hours and 20 minutes. Make one two hour, 20 minute video movie with all those actors about how um, Southlands becomes Mordor and leave it at that. Yeah. Don't fucking waste eight weeks of my life. With, I'm sorry, when you watch the new episode, you're going to maybe wait till the next week when you've got two to watch because yeah. it's slow. There is fucking moments where I fast forward it because I knew there was no <laughs> script. It was just this emotional music and like a, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, we, and then the yawn ends. Right? No, that's the sound of them saying no and falling apart and dying. Right? And then, and then all of a sudden it goes and it's like well, that was that necessary? Like I get it, they died. It was a rough scene, you know. Like, ah, I'm just bored. Yeah, I'm just bored. They need to move forward with it. So uh, on the I topic- love the guy who plays Elrond though. He's cool. Yeah. yeah. On the topic of live action uh, Disney remakes, they announced Snow White with uh, Rachel Zegler as Snow White and Gal Gadot as what? What? Yeah, Gal, <laughs> the Gal-, Gal Gadot's the bad. Yeah. Ba- <gasps> Hang on a second. Hang on. Uh, uh, Ew. Uh, uh, okay, I'm done. Clean now. up the ceiling. Jesus Christ! It's everywhere. That's amazing. Okay, can I look that up? I need to see some information on that. What's that? It's a uh, Snow White. I need to see this. This this, this sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. And for some reason, a lot of people didn't like the the casting of Gal Gadot as. Fuck Those, those people. Yeah. Fuck them twice. Gal Gadot is, was carrying the DC franchise with Ben. Yeah. The two of them were the only reason. Any scenes with Ben and her, especially when they showed a little interest in each other, like maybe when they, <laughs> maybe once we save the world, we can fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. I thought Gal and, and um, I almost called him Bruce. That's how good he is. Uh, <laughs> ben, Ben were fucking so good together. And I'm, if, if Ezra wasn't such a fucking They rape, were fucking so good together. You want, did, what, if what Ezra you wasn't see? such a rapist, maybe they could save that. I think that. you saw the wrong version of Justice right? League. <laughs> oh, yeah. It comes out 2024. I see, I yeah. see, I see, I see, I see. Hocus Pocus 2 was also announced. Comes out uh, September 30th on Disney+. Plus. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, all not, the, I'm not a fan of that. I don't give a fuck uh, with with the political. You know how many women just unsubscribe to us when we <laughs> said that? Sorry, ladies, we understand your love of it. We just don't share it. Yeah, I'll watch it though. There's, uh, there's the new haunted mansion that's being made. Uh, Apparently, the Snow White one's going to be a musical. It's going to have a lot of songs in it. I mean, it's, I'm down it's for Snow that. White. It's Snow White. It I, has to. I know, but uh, Beauty, and the, Beauty and the Beast was a very musical movie, and it wasn't oh, yeah, a very musical. Uh, there was still music in it. But it wasn't a musical. It wasn't considered a musical okay. movie when you look yeah. it up. But still, this one will be, have probably eight or nine songs in it, which yeah. I, I like. Bob's Burgers was you a musical. think about the dwarfs, man. Hi-ho. Right. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> with you on that. <laughs> oh, man. So, remember, I actually talked about this, like, uh, ages ago. Uh, there was... Um, um, a dwarf person uh, from WWE uh, that that was cast in the movie. Oh, yeah. And then um, what's his name? The guy who played as Tyrion Lannister, the guy who played as the angry elf in Elf. Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. What's, what? Oh, I can't, I can't. I'm just mind farting right now. But he tried to get the project canceled because of uh, the dwarves. He thought, oh, good. yeah, and and then the, the guy, then we better take Lord of the Rings off of Amazon yeah. because that's offensive. Yeah, and then the guy from WWE was like, "Hey, fuck you, buddy! I'm trying to get work here." Yeah, fuck off. yeah, like what is this? Is what I'm talking about with tall? It's like we're so tolerant, we've become intolerant. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it does become a circle. So like, I'm so tolerant that now I'm mad when you're not gay. You know, it's like, but that's okay too. No, it's not. Suck a dick. You know, like we should all be sucking dicks, or we are ignorant. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't love yeah. life yeah, yeah. if you don't suck dicks. You hate the gays. It's like, yeah. no, that's not how it works, guys. So there was a, a musical a while ago called Enchanted. Now there's another musical called no. Disenchanted. Okay, I was gonna say you're talking about uh, Enchanted, the movie with Amy Adams. I think so. Isn't yeah, that, yeah. It was a cart- half little cartoon for a minute, but then it had Amy Adams was the princess in it. I think so. I think that's the one. Yeah. So they're making disenchant. So making a part yeah. two. Yeah. Is Amy Adams in it? I don't. Click know. it. Show me. 
Tell me now. Disenchanted Amy Adams and yes! Maya Rudolph. Yes! Maya Rudolph? Yeah! Oh my God, it's going to be good. <laughs> Honestly, God, Amy Adams, you're my wife. You don't know her yet. She was in a movie called Arrival. Sounds a little rapey there. Huh? Arrival. She was in a movie called Arrival yeah, yeah, recently. Yeah. was one of her biggest ones. And before that, she's been in all the good stuff. Well, The Office is the purse lady. Oh yeah, she was in The Office for one episode. Man, she looked Oh, a couple episodes. She yeah, was she Bruce was dating Jim yeah. on the boat too. Yeah. Fuck, well, I would never, I would never leave Amy Adams for Jenna Fisher. Never, <laughs> never, never. They're, they're the same woman. Uh, <laughs> the the, the uh, okay, so they also announced the Santa Clauses, which is uh, the show where uh, Tim Allen is oh, t- Santa Claus and he uh, he's retiring, so he's trying to find a replacement in right. this show. So it's like, bat, they need, we need this in a Batman Beyond. We, we need them to take the Santa Claus's idea and bring it into the Batman world next year. Uh, Nash- Give me Michael Keaton as old Batman. Who would you cast as, uh, what's, I can't remember his name, but the young guy that would be Batman's apprentice that was in Batman Beyond. Well, remember his name? Yeah. I know, what was his name of the kid that did he uh, hire? I, his character name. Yeah, Either way, remember. regardless, yeah. who would who'd be good for that? Uh... There was a there was a guy that was cast as Superboy recently, and he 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 actually make it perfect. I thought yeah. you know the guy from the Maze Runner that broke his back, the main guy from the Maze Runner. You know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he'd kill it because he looks like a twenty two year old still too, even though he's getting close to thirty. But he he looks young as fuck, and he's super athletic. He's built. He's good looking. He's the guy dark. who's playing Superboy on Titans. I, I think. Oh, I, he yeah, yeah, he, he would, would be good. I, oh, I like his his eyes. He's got these fucking like. He's got the. He's got the. <laughs> I, I mean, he's you, got. You, he's, you, you did just come out to say I hate you for not being gay. Like here no, you are, like, like oh, I like his eyes. No, he's got good like like he could be like the. But he's got Pattinson's eyes. That, you know, Pat, that, Pattinson sells me on being Batman because of, because of his broody eyes. Yeah. And this guy's got the broody eyes. I could. Yeah. Yeah, you see, you don't have broody eyes. You have happy-go-lucky eyes. <laughs> you know, I have. Uh, my parents didn't love me enough eyes. I don't yeah. know if you look. Oh, yeah, I totally see that. I totally see that. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. That would be a good cast job. But I uh, can't. The guy from the Maze Runner. Um, fuck! I should really just stop saying things like that. <laughs> I'm gonna just put in. What's his motherfucking name? Dylan O'Brien. Oh yeah. yeah. This motherfucker right here. Yeah. Perfect Batman apprentice. <laughs> and he's like, he broke his back. He shattered his spine, went to fucking crazy physio, had his back rebuilt, and then went back and finished filming the death at cure. Like the guy, the kid is unstoppable too, as far as getting it done. And he does a lot of his own stuff. That's where I gave uh, kudos to Charlize Theron. Cause, uh, she broke her back on Aeon Flux, and then she still went back and finished Oh, yeah. It. yeah. I would argue... Char- People forget how long she's been good. Remember Monsters Ball? Yeah. Mon- like, she's been good longer than, go- than movies have been good. Like, you know what I mean? She's been doing amazing films since, like, before most of the people who listen to the show were born. Yeah. Like, I love Charlize a lot. And the fact that... Um, I want to see her in this new Fast and Furious because I think the Fast and Furious is stupid and it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> like, I really think it's just getting to the point where I don't even want to watch it because it's just like, they're going to bring back Paul Walker and use his brother now or some shit. Like, yeah. what the fada? I'm, but I, she's the Bane bad guy in the next one. So I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. Also, we're getting an old guard part two. Yeah. It's yeah, done. Very excited for that. She's producing it. I think she's executive producing. Like, she's on the committee for the story and everything. Yeah. That whole fucking movie is amazing and I can't wait. For, I hope they do some casting and bring in some new characters. I like the black girl that they cast in it to be the newest member of their little club in the first movie. Like yeah. the, 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 the movie's about. I hope she comes back and they use her. Like I love that whole cast. They're fucking amazing. So uh, there's a... Oh, and she, what was the... Sorry. Not, uh, the, the guy who... Is, was. They basically said, you're going to fucking find us work from now on. At the end of the movie, the guy who sold them out and tried to kill them, 
He's a pretty famous actor. He's been in all kinds of shit. I can't remember his name, but he's really, really cool. And he'll be, he's going to be like their Alfred now where he's going to get the, get the, he's the one who, he's like, I've been following you forever. Oh yeah. He drew yeah. all the connections to that, that she was Andy from thousands of years ago. He's like, here you are a hundred years ago. And here's all the shit you did and what it ended up influencing later on. Yeah. You've saved millions with what you did with the rip, with your ripple effect. I want to watch that movie done. again. I really like that. I, I did a rewatch about three weeks ago when I heard that they were doing another one just because I wanted to relive it. And uh, it took me a couple days to get through because I'm, I'm busy with work, but I, I watched it a half hour at a time. And yeah, yeah. do it, do a rewatch. Yeah. Um, it's an action movie, but I, if you hadn't seen it, make her watch it too, because make it's her good. Watch no, it. it's good. It's a good movie. What it, uh, Mark will perform oral sex on you for a full 25 minutes. <laughs> he will. And you can g hand, give him one of your toys and he'll, pl he'll get that involved too. I promise I'm vouching for him. I'll make sure he does it. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we go. It's a date. See, Alex helping couples stay right. sexually active for 22 years now because I am not. So fuck out my business, Alex. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> So they're making a, a national treasure show that doesn't have Nick Cage in it. It's a female lead. Oh, okay. So we're going there. Out, yeah, it comes out December 14th. Uh, Pixar Animation. There's a movie coming out called Elemental. Um, yes. Okay. So Elemental. <laughs> and then uh, uh, another thing. Oh, Inside Out 2. I'm what? excited for that. That's, Is Lewis Black on it? I don't know. Uh, I mean, he should be. He should be. Let me see. I want to see. It, it, I mean, so far cast list. So far, it doesn't say anything. Kelsey Mann produced by, but I mean, he should be. He should be the angry guy, right? Yep, he should be anger. Yeah. God, I love Lewis. I've seen one of the only comedians I've gone to see live a few times. I am so stoked for that. Inside Out is my favorite animated kid show. Yeah. I, I can't think of a single yeah, movie. It's, it's what really tops good. it? What tops it? I'm trying to think of what I like more. People say Toy Story, the first one, maybe. Yeah, that was that close, was really but I'm not there because Toy Story is not my thing. I still think Inside Out was better. Um, Pan's Labyrinth isn't animated, but it, uh, and it's not a kids movie. Never mind. Not, 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 <laughs> the scene with a bottle. Yeah. yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> what else? Like, yeah, I can't think of something above Inside Out. I think it's number one. I guess the best animated movie that was made for kids that is brilliantly geared to adults. Like, if you're I, like, a, I loved, I loved the idea behind it. So in the it's er, genius in the early '90s, there was a TV show called Inside Herman's Head. Yeah, and it had uh, the woman who voiced Lisa on there. Yeah, and, and they were all. I, I, I mean, they they were a group of people that ultimately together made the decisions. Yeah, not quite the same as Inside Out with each person. Similar concept yeah. though, and yeah. it was. I thought, yeah, even then, that was clever. Um, for me, it just the thing that sells me on that movie is that the, 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 the ending, like once it's over and they do the thing where they show the, the people in everyone's head. Yeah. And then there's the one where it's like, girl, girl, girl. Oh my God. What do we do? What do we do? It's like a teenage boy. Yeah. And a girl says like, Hey, how you doing? And they're like, what do we do? What do we say? And everyone's running around panicking. There's, <laughs> there's fire. Uh, all the controls are on fire. Cause they don't know how to react to a girl. It's like, that was so me yeah. for sites. And it still is sometimes, you know, I'll be like <laughs> playing a gig and someone's like, Oh my God, you're so good at the drums. And I'm just like, Girl! Oh shit! What do you do? Tell her you don't like compliments. <laughs> you know what I mean? Pull your dick out. No, don't listen to him. <laughs> right? There's always one in there going, pull your dick out. Show her your dick. Show her your dick. Show her your dick. Show her. Every man has the one voice yelling, show her your dick at all times. <laughs> and we have to tell him to calm down. Some of us are better at putting him in the corner than others. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, that, but that's what that's what his argument is. But she doesn't want to see that. Yes, yeah, she does. Sometimes he's right, but not often. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 20th Century Studios announced Avatar: Way of the Water. Oh, 
finally. Yeah. Twenty two years later. Yeah. And that was uh, that was their big announcement for D twenty three. So I'm super stoked. I, I was excited. I'm gonna go watch the uh, the, the they, they had these whole sections on Disney Plus where they have like the whole day kind of summed up. Yeah. Um. One of the cool things that I watched was we got a Mandalorian season three. You could only get shaky handy cam footage of the of the the trailer, but now yeah, the trailer is online on YouTube. Now it is. It wasn't up until was it up there last week? Yeah, it was. Okay. I, I could only find the, the the D like the old footage of when they showed it at whatever the thing from a month ago was whatever that was not D twenty three the other at Fan Expo or whatever it was so I, I finally this week got to see a D twenty three or whatever or got to see like a regular one of it I also learned something new I'd said something last week about um how we're good good for Star Wars we're actually not as October twenty sixth there when they put Tales of the Jedi out it doesn't get released over six weeks it gets released all six episodes at once yeah so we'll have Andor from September twenty first which is a three episode premiere this coming Tuesday night well by the time this airs it'll already be out so. Uh, that's the 21st. Yeah. Then, so that's three episodes. One, three, six, nine, twelve. So uh, nine weeks after that we'll have. So nine weeks after that puts us to end of November. Okay. So you will only get Star Wars till November like 20th. Then there's nothing until January 4th when Bad Batch 2 drops. So we'll have yeah. a month of lull. So if I'm smart, I will save my Tales of the Jedi for the lull. I'm not, I won't even watch it. I'll be impossible. Yeah. But I, I I should not watch it. What I'll do is I'll milk Andor. Maybe I'll yeah. milk the last four or five episodes of Andor and watch them during Christmas. But I'm I'm super stoked for all of that. And so, then Skeleton Crew with Jude Law. Yeah. How cool does that look? I love Jude Law. Yeah. And he was really the only thing that made Cap- Captain showing, Marvel watchable. Showing Star Wars from uh, a lost group of kids perspective, but, which I find. But it's the time. I don't give a fuck about that. That you could is a is an old story that's been done in the Clone Wars. It's been done a million times in uh, Star Wars Ewoks. already. Ewoks. Yeah. You don't give a fuck about Ewoks, but that was essentially Ewoks. The it kids was. were lost. Yeah. You're not wrong, dude. And there's episodes of Clone Wars where there's actually a group of kids lost out in the galaxy and they stole a ship that all the clones died and it was just done in fucking Obi-Wan <laughs> yeah yeah Obi-Wan too it's been done a lot yeah. that, so that's why I wasn't impressed what I am impressed with is that it takes place alongside Ahsoka Mandalorian season 3 it takes place oh, at that so exact it's moment it's one of those things that you have to watch to, to pay attention to the shit going around there will be them. other shit going on yeah. also I read that uh, Andor is being called a cameo show everybody's getting a cameo in it. Katie Sackoff shows up. Um, uh, Saw Gerrera, who's played by Forrest Whitaker. Man, yeah, I saw Forget that. It. Yeah. <laughs> we are listening. I saw that. To I, the episode. I tried to do the impression. I was like, it's not the same. Alex needs to do the what impression. What does he say in that one, though? Though, What is he in that I episode? Uh, either way, all I know is, <laughs> is, is that everybody, when, when they're like, hey, hey, Saw, he's just like, no, don't talk to me. Poor Gullet. Talk to the Gullet. And the Gullet, talk to me. Right, like it's just a, that's what I would get if I was him. Yeah. I would get to this point where it's just like I don't want to talk to people. Just feed them to the boar gullet, and then I will talk to the yeah. gullet, and he'll tell me what's up. So, so the one thing so funny. So the one thing I, I forgot to mention was nice. There's a, a show coming out called Zootopia Plus, and it uh, it's not a sequel series. It's a mid it's a midquel series. <laughs> so it takes uh, place during the timeline of the film. Right. And it's just... Other it's, animals? Yeah, it's just other shit that's That was a great on. movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. Jason Bateman is amazing. And uh, what another thing that I loved King about King of it, Ozark. I saw a TikTok video where the wolves in that video howling got a dog howling. Uh, so they, like, that's somebody amazing. filming their dog that started howling and then that video was shown to somebody else who then their dog started howling oh, howl- no. and it started as a chain of just it started dogs becoming a bit of a howling. russian doll yeah a crazy russian exactly. doll effect 
all because of the wolves howling in Zootopia. I love it. It was great. Oh, one quick thing that was cool. I know you don't. You saw Rebels? No. You're missing out, man. I know it's a kid's thing. Watch it with your little one. Honestly, do me a favor. If he likes Star Wars, the little guy, the seven, eight-year-old, right? So far, he doesn't like Star Wars. Fuck! Okay, have another kid, okay, <laughs> and get him into Star Wars. Or, or make the 19-year-old watch it with you. Honestly, it, you got to start. It's only four seasons, okay? And there's like... It's only four seasons. It's How only many? four seasons. You can get 20-minute episodes. So you can rip through seven or eight episodes in a fucking day. Yeah. You know, and I'm telling you, so at the very... I don't want to ruin the series, but at the end of the series, and when Ezra goes missing and all the shit hits... It's beautiful. Like, it's not a kid show. There, Darth Maul fucking slaughters a bunch of people. He uses the dark side. Uh, it's bad. Darth Vader almost kills... Kills Ahsoka. In fact, he does kind of kill Ahsoka a little bit, depending on how you want to look at it. Like it he gets didn't kill fucking, Ahsoka, but he might have killed it's Ahsoka. It's pretty but it dark. Like he killed Ahsoka, there's, but he didn't kill Ahsoka. So <laughs> there's also the scene where Obi Wan cut off his mask. That was ripped off from Ahsoka cutting off his mask, and Filoni wrote that whole yeah. that whole section, that whole end of season two thing. So I'm telling you, Rebels is amazing. And at the end of Rebels, Sabine, the the but it led to like the ultimate scream of Anakin, Obi Wan. No, not Anakin. Uh, Maul. That was Maul that did the Kenobi. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, thinking, ta- I'm oh, talking of Vader Obi-Wan when Aber said that. Yes. He's ripping off. I know, and Maul that's, doing that, and that's where I'm saying that show was. They stole so much from. I Rebels. know, but it was so much better of having Darth Vader slash. Well, no, no at this point he is just Vader, not Anakin. Yeah, and he's shouting he's Vader. Obi-Wan with like both voices. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. It was. I'm with you, but they stole that from Dave. Dave wrote that scene already for Rebels, and it was an amazing scene in, in Rebels, cartoon form. In Rebels, did he have both voices? No, it's just uh, Sam Witwer yelling as Maul yelling Kenobi in the middle of the desert. Oh. So he just—it's exactly the same cadence. And he took a while to cut that thing. So wait, 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 wait. You said Ahsoka cut Darth Vader's helmet, helmet in half, and, and that, and they, so they took and that. Then Maul yells in another episode oh, okay. in another season. So in season right. two, Ahsoka fucks him up with that, and in season three, at the end, uh, Obi Wan kills Maul. And so he, Sam Witwer voiced Darth Maul. No, uh, is that the name of the guy, the live action guy, Sam Witwer? No. Okay, so that, yeah. So the, the live action guy's name is Ray Parker. Yeah. So it is Sam Whitworth who did Maul's voice. So it is Sam Whitworth that did the voice. Yes. Okay. Because uh, at uh, one of the video game conferences, uh, like back in some time ago when Force Unleashed 2 came out. Yes. Uh, fans wanted to hear him scream Kenobi. So he That's did. from Rebels. It's yeah. Sam. Yeah. Okay. He did that Kenobi. Yeah. He's in the desert and trying it, it to was, find him. It was powerful. That's why he gets Ezra. He lures him through the dark side to Tatooine. And that's how he finds Obi-Wan. And it's funny because when he ends up in the desert and he, he gets tired and then out of water and he passes out, he's like, oh, God, I can't do it. And then Obi-Wan finds him and sets up a fire and he goes, Obi-Wan, I have to warn you. And he just looks at him and he's like, kid, you fucked up. And he's like, what? And he's like, listen, Maul used you to get you to come here so you could find me. And now I'm going to have to kill him. And he's like, well, I'm sorry. And he's like, nope. And, he, and, then, and then Maul just like shows up out of nowhere. He's like, oh, I found you. And he's like, I told you. There he is. <laughs> See? And then Ezra's like, really? And he's like, yeah. And he sets him up on his little, whatever that little thing is with the snout. He's like, go here, travel the day west. And there'll be, you go to, go to the, the hive of villainy and hire Han Solo and get the fuck off this planet. And he's like, okay. And he fucks off. And then that, and he leaves Maul and Obi-Wan around the fire in the middle of the desert in the evening to, to have their final little duel. And it's a pretty fucking intense episode. <laughs> they go to fight and they're like, wait, it's romantic, isn't it? Right, it is. That fire is romantic tonight. <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. Indeed it is. I have s'mores. 
I have marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> they'll, they I have are, some, they'll go on the s'mores that already has marshmallows? I don't know. I have death sticks. Would you like to get high? Indeed, <laughs> <Yeah>. I would. <laughs> right? All of a sudden, they're just sitting around smoking weed. <laughs> you remember when I cut you in half? Yeah. Whoa! Sitting around smoking <laughs> weed. Ken- Kenobi's smoking weed, and then fucking Mar- Darth Maul there. He goes to fucking take a pull, and it's all seeds and stems, so it's like pop, 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 pop. <laughs> Kenobi! <laughs> This has been fantastic. But uh, I would recommend it just because there's a scene at the very end where Sabine, because Sabine has to find Ezra because he gets taken to the outer rim, to the, uh, to, to lost, you know, um, wild space. Yeah. So she's an artist in the, in the, in the show. So she paints a big mural of Ezra and the ghost crew. Now, um, spoilers, Kanan has passed. So it's like the young version of Kanan with his eyes covered up. It's Ezra as a young boy right before he got taken away. It's Hera before she had Jason Sandula. It's uh, it's the younger versions of them painted. And they showed at D23 a scene of the girl who plays Sabine. And she's standing against a live action mural that's been painted of that picture. Doing the same hand touch. And behind her, in a giant white cloak, is Rosario Dawson. It's yes. they made the fucking the final scene of Rebels before the credits roll in episode season four. The final fucking moments of the whole series are her touching that and going. And now it's my job to go find him. I know what he means when he said he needed me. I didn't get it at the time, but now I get it. I gotta go find him. And so, and then she turns around and her and Ahsoka smack their their little staffs down on the ground and go, "All right, let's go, let's go get him!" Right, and that's the end of the whole series. And they redo that scene, but with live action Ahsoka, live action Sabine. I think that's how they're going to start the Ahsoka show. Oh, man. Just that 20 second, like that clip of her touching a mural that was made of the cartoon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the same. It looks the same, but it's real. And there's a person in front of it instead of a CGI character. It's just like, ah! <laughs> like, Filoni must be shitting his pants that all these Cad Bane and all these characters he made are on the screen live. Real. Like, yeah. like tangible characters, not just CGI. I love it. I fucking <laughs> love it. It's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. Anyways, and Sonic Frontiers, once again, that another preview came out. So good. And we'll talk more about Frontiers next week. This is the final episode before Halloween starts. That's right. Next week is Halloween time. Episode 45 is in the bag. One year anniversary. Now it's just a uh, season two starts next week. All right. Go to www.theshotpod.com with a zero in shot. Go to YouTube and check us out and like and subscribe. Also, Shot Pod with a zero. Spotify iHeartRadio, Apple, Amazon Music, Google. We're available on all that shit. Go check it out. Good night.